Well, we brought it up last week. We saw the film XX. We're going to talk about Troy, did you see XX? <gasps> I can't talk here. I'll let you talk. Did no. You, see, you didn't see XX? I, it's the one of the first times ever I just didn't get to seeing it. Okay, well then I guess we'll spring a surprise review! <laughs> surprise! Surprise! We're gonna do it! We're finally doing it! After, right. after Ever since the birth <laughs> of Troy's child, we've been promising it, so we're gonna do it tonight. That's right, we're doing... Get out! <laughs> get out! Get out! <laughs> it is happening tonight so i hope you do your homework and have a really long memory from when we promised it <laughs> all those months ago on a very surprise edition of the review review get out get out that was a great intro, JT. You oh. had me stumped. <laughs> Good. <laughs> As we just talked about it mere moments before. Uh, but today, on the hottest of all podcast days, we are sitting here. A nice, cool breeze coming through the window. Is that fan picking up on the mics? Yeah, probably. But I'm sure, like the minute you turn it on, there's gonna be like, oh, there's like a small, fu- like fuzzy sound in the background. Like this is probably just the fan. <laughs> If the, it's the more the you fan. listen, the more you listen to this, you probably even recognize it. That's right. At, at some Plus, point. Plus, if you wish us to turn the fan off, you're anarchists. Yeah, it is too hot in this studio. Yeah, for us to want to turn a fan off, it's yeah. putting near ninety out there. Troy has uh, has a glisten to him right now. I am like a honey baked ham. He with is. the glaze that's on me right now. <laughs> you are so honey glazed. <laughs> but I did fire up some frozen margaritas to cool us down. How they taste in JT? Troy, there is no treat more sweet than those <laughs> south of the border. And you did a fine and dandy like sour candy Ooh. job on this one. Bueno. <laughs> Muy bueno. Uh, that's right. Surprise, we're doing Get Out. Out. Get Out tonight. I did see this one. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did Surprise see this one. <laughs> I did see XX, so I might bring that up in my what, what we've been watching. Okay. For all those that were so robbed of the fact that we're not going to review XX. Shoot. Probably just Dave. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe. Dave Maybe. was probably waiting at the wings like, oh, shit, the XX. I wanted to see it. GHD asked, I did me, see it. asked me about actually the discovery today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said he saw it and he thought about the same thing as us, that it just... Awesome premise, decent movie, but just like kind of floundered a little. Yeah, bit. it was. It, they didn't go weird enough or steer like weird enough in a certain direction, and so that's what I. That's I think that's what we thought. I feel like the <laughs> I <can't> person. Remember. <laughs> I feel like the person that made that movie had like some issues to work out, and this was like their way of doing it was making this movie. That's very well possible. Where it was like you didn't really make this in a creative sense, more in a I need to get over the fact that this person died sense. Yeah, had some shit to work out. Did. No else Listen we got to work out. <laughs> Discovery. <laughs> oh yeah, Discovery. Check it out sometime. Check it out. It's on there somewhere. Uh, no what else people need to work out. We talked about it last week. What? Sony doing the clean cut 
on their DVD Blu-ray releases. Yep. Uh, a little bit of backlash. We talked about it last week. There was mixed feelings. Yeah. About the uh, thing. What did you say, JT? Uh, I, I was... As long as it's just another option. Oh, Molly Pop was furious. Yeah, she was. She was like, hell she, no. Yeah. We won't go for it. Yep. She made a picket sign and everything. I thought as long as everyone is in agreement, it should be not a big deal. And I guess that's the stance that Sony is also taking. They're only going to be putting a clean cut out if they have the director's stamp of approval. Yeah. Of course, this only came out after... Few people came out and attacked them. Few directors, Judd Apatow being one. Oh, Jesus. Him even quote, here's a, his actual tweet that I uh, pulled from Twitter. Uh-oh. From Judd Apatow. Okay. This is absolute bullshit, and at Sony, and at Sony Pictures is going to hell for their fucking with our movies. Shove the clean versions up your asses. There so you he's for it. <laughs> he is. On the fence, I would have to say. He's going to need a little uh, coaxing. Yeah, that crazy Judd Apatow. Even having a dirty tweet for uh, to spur off a I little... No, Sony's got to make a clean version of that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see he's... And I guess uh, Seth Rogen is also against the stance. Yeah. I guess Judd Apatow was a lot of uh, flack. A lot of pull. Oh, yeah. In the... Uh, in that kind of community. Got some big balls he's swinging over there <laughs> in Hollywood. Big swinging dick. <laughs> Uh, so he's on the uh, stance of Molly Pop, which is, he is more inside than we are. Oh, I yeah. Have to say. So that's his opinion. But I also think if, if there's a director out there that wants to have a TV safe version of a cut of a movie out there, I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah. NBD, according to me. Well, they do have TV safe versions of movies. They're on TV. That's right. You can catch them on TNT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or TBS. Or... Whatever. But, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know the reason why you would want to buy a, an edited version. Yeah, yippee-ki-yay, mother father. <laughs> right? <laughs> Unless you just want to see, like, you've seen the movie already, but now you've got, like, I don't know, your kids around or something, so you just want to get the gist of the movie, and you don't mind an edited version. You know what would be great, though? An what? edited version that just replaces the swears with... Funny sounding words, yeah, like not just bleep them out, but replace them with weird things. <laughs> I heard they did. <laughs> I was listening to like the latest comedy Bang Bang, and Scott Ackerman said that he did that with the Mister Show movie. <laughs> that they did like if anyone wanted to use it, like they d- had to do a TV version. Like pretty soon, like after you release it in theaters, and then like I guess when they did it, they just replaced all those swearing with like just nonsense words. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I think um, uh, the guy who directed Office Space, what's his name? Uh, Beavis and Mike Butthead. Judd. Mike Judge. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, he also was a huge fan of the nonsensical, like, you mother father type of yeah. bogus stuff, too. Perfect for his films as well. There's, like, the notorious one for Snakes on a Plane, and I can't remember what it was, like, the motherfucking Snakes on a Motherfucking Plane. There's Uh supposed to be, like, a really good one for that one out there Mm. somewhere. I can't remember what it was. And we're too lazy to look it up. Yep. Moving on, JT. Aquaman. Got a film coming up down the pipeline of the DCEU. Yeah. James Wan directed 
film. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's going to be gangbusters. I know so because DC Comics proper is changing the look of Aquaman to be more Momoan. <laughs> I knew, so he's a race I of knew person. I I would now. get a re- that reaction out of you. He's a race of person, just Momoan. Momoan. He's going to be. Because right now he's like the white guy with kind of shaggy blonde hair. That's oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. The classic Aquaman look that you know. Yeah. But now um, he's going to go start growing a beard, longer hair, maybe look a little more rugged, maybe get those tribal tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> I, like the, I like the hook hand. The hook. Yeah, but that's the 90s version. I like the hook arm. I don't mind the harpoon arm. I, the, I like it. It's cool. It is. And it sets him apart. When I think of that, like, I like the hook hand look. I'm like, did I like bad things? Because the hook hand's cool, right? It's cool. Thank you. I like the I hook hand. I think it's cool. I Come like at the... us, bro, if you think the hook hand's dumb. It, he's had much worse things. He's had an enchanted water hand. Okay? <laughs> that is a real thing that happened. That's dumb. Enchanted Jesus. water hand. Enchanted. So his hand was made of water. Yeah. And he lives in water. Yeah. Just say that his hand's gone. <laughs> <laughs> no. that's, like, that's like if I have an amputee hand and I'm like, I have an enchanted air hand. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I never really thought about that until just now. But after he lost his hook hand, he had an enchanted water hand for a while. I don't think that lasted a Who long time. Who the fuck made this? DC Comics did. Jesus Christ. I don't know who the writer was. I don't know. But it was not well received. God damn it. That's right. But look for Momoan-style Aquaman to hit the shelves in DC Rebirth Aquaman 25. Possible hook hand. Possible hook hand? Maybe not I a want, hook hand. I want a hook hand. We, we, we can wish for a hook hand, JT. Oh, I'll wish in one hand and then I will shit in the other. But then you know what? They'll have to do reshoots of the Justice League movie. No, just cut his hand off. In the Aquaman movie or something. Oh, that's true. But uh, that's true. Get up Aquaman. I want to see a hook hand origin story. Got it. I am with you 100%. But speaking of Justice League reshoots. Uh-oh. Are they as extensive as we thought? They are more extensive oh. than they thought. Let me give you a little rundown of what I read just moments ago. I think there's a Whedon coup going on. <laughs> Everyone knows now that Zack Snyder has left uh, directing of Justice League Yeah, because of very personal family reasons, and nobody like shits on him for that. No. Because of that is departure, Joss Whedon has taken the spot of Zack Snyder to just do minor touch-ups and finish the film. What I heard now is that the reshoots are going to take another two and a half months to shoot. Ooh. Which is about... Are they pushing it back? Okay, the reshoots are going to be done in August, and the film comes out in November. Oh, God. That is cutting it awfully close. Two and a half months seems like a lot of reshoots. I know, right? I don't I didn't I think I heard a dollar amount too, but I can't remember what it was. But two and a half months is about as much production time as entire movies get. Yeah. This is like a whole like BVS thing again because like of all the reshoots and all that shit they did and it took 3 years to come out or whatever. <laughs> the Justice League movie is not looking much <laughs> more I can't uh, wait to review this. Uh, me neither, cuz I think it's just going to 
We could both just fucking hate it. This might be an alien resurrection of DC movies. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, many people think that because of the success of Wonder Woman, yeah, that a lot of the reshoots are going to be adding more Wonder Woman in the movie. Okay, which I think if Whedon is at the helm, he has oh he's really good with women. Yeah, he's yeah. good with he's amazing with women. Um, uh, her- heroines. Yeah, and so if he's adding more Wonder Woman in the movie, yeah, I would be for it if yeah. it fits. Yeah. Aesthetically, in the movie, I'm for it. But I've also heard that they're filming a lot more Gotham City stuff because they're in London right now. And that's, I guess, the Gotham aesthetic for Gotham City is in filming in London. Gotcha. So I don't know, man. I I don't know how this is going to (laughs) work at all. I feel like if he's using the Zack Snyder aesthetic of his look... But it's Whedon is completely different. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't fucking know. It, how this it is feels like work. DC's doing a thing where they were lost, and then like they got like a spurt of an inkling of where to go next, and now instead of just like slightly turning the wheel towards that, they're jerking it over to one side, <laughs> like hoping that they get there on in some certain time. And it, I don't know. It might be very jarring. Yeah. Whereas Wonder Woman. Was expected to make like forty million on its opening weekend, yeah, and it made th- almost three times that domestically, yeah, which is great for Wonder Woman, yeah. It was still a single person person's vision. Yeah. It was like j- almost one screenwriter and one director, yeah. And I feel like Justice League now has two directors, and it has to be a movie by committee. It's like, oh it, yeah, it's got to have a ton of shit going on. There's I probably f- so many people just like has, like, so many agendas in terms of, like, what, like, heroes they want to spotlight more and everything. Yeah. God. And plus there's so many where, like, we're being introduced to them in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, okay, you want to spotlight this one person, but there's this other person over here that we don't even know a fucking thing about. Right, right. I know people would want to see more one. I guess maybe it didn't have a lot of Wonder Woman in it. Maybe it probably was Batman heavy. Who knows? But if they're going to... I thought it was probably going to be cyborg heavy because out of everyone, I think he would need the most screen time for people to get behind him. Yeah, but you still you don't want to turn the people away though. Like I know they get him this movie and they're like, "Who the fuck's a cyborg guy? I don't give a fucking shit." Yeah, but it, as long as you get people in to buy tickets, that I guess you've yeah, already won. But a lot of the tickets is from repeat viewing too. Where, like, if people go in, they're like, oh, yeah, I want to see what Batman does. And then it's just, like, it's a big fucking cyborg movie where probably no one cares about. Right. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, they need to show him. Because if they can get people behind him, people are going to automatically love Batman. They're going to love Wonder Woman. The Flash it looks pretty great in it yeah. already from what I've seen from the trailer. The only people I'm on the fence about are like Aquaman and Cyborg. And I think Momoa already has the people's hearts because he's Jason Momoa. You can look at any YouTube clip of him just hucking axes and people already love him. I I think it's going to be okay for him. Yeah. I don't think you need a lot of screen time to get people behind you, though. Like, if you... That's true. If you put yourself in there as, like, an interesting character, I'm, I'm sure people... 
you could be part. You don't even need to be a part of the group completely. Right. Like it's just. Well, look at Chris Hemsworth in the first Star Trek movie. He was in it for the first three minutes of the movie. Yeah. And you loved him yeah. by the end of it. Yeah. God, Chris, you you remember that? I know. I just right? remembered that just now, and I just love him to death. There's because like talks of it. where he's supposed to be back in the next Star Trek. Just beefier than ever. Yeah, I guess <laughs> they're gonna try and find some way to bring back, uh, bring back um, Thaddeus or whatever. Yeah, bring him back. Yeah. Was that his name? Thaddeus uh, Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. I think there's. I thought I heard something where they're supposed to bring him back. I thought I heard that too. I don't know if that's going. Are they making another Star Trek movie? I, I guess from what I... I haven't read anything new on it, but I guess it's still in the works. Still up in the air. All right. Did you see this? Did we talk about Star Trek Discovery? Did you see that? I did not see... Remember well, you talked trailer. about... Yeah, you talked about the trailer, and you said that it looked like super... Like super stylized. Yeah. But it's just for the CBS app. Right. And apparently that's only like... It's, it's an extension of the actual TV series. Like it's not movie stuff. Yeah, well, you said it was like a prequel. Like, it's supposed to be like a... Right, like it's years before, before Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. yeah. So it's all canon or whatever, but who knows? Who knows, JT? CBS viewers will know. Who knows? When they spend their, whatever, eight bucks a month to watch only CBS stuff. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, CBS. Fantastic margarita, by the way, Troy. Thank you. Feeling it pretty good. Thank you. It's good. It it's was good. good. It melted so quick because it was it so did. hot. It did. It did. It was frozen, babe. Not on the rocks. I got that blender out. You oh, did. my. Made pina Whipped coladas the other night. Do you like pina coladas? Do you like coconut? I'm willing to try it. Maybe we might have to take a break. Or we'll have one after the show. I have a celebratory uh, right. pina colada. All right. I don't want to stop the show to make a drink. It's un unprofessional. Unprofessional. <laughs> Speaking of unprofessional, the people who made the mummy... <laughs> Are apparently shitting in their pants. Rotten Tomatoes. They should be. Rotten Tomatoes score right now for the Mummy is at sixteen percent. It made a. It didn't even make that much. I think it. I think I heard somewhere that it made less than the three Mummy sequels that Brendan Fraser was in. Ugh. The first Mummy movie was amazing. It was good. And the even The Mummy Returns was okay, minus, like, the Scorpion rock stuff. Yeah. That looked bad even in its time. Yeah. And I didn't see the third movie. I heard it was garbage. The third one, I think, was, like, really heavy and, like, their kid and shit. Ah, oh, God. And, I, and it was, like, in China or something, right? Because it had, like... Oh, fuck, yeah, that's right. No, yeah. Okay, yeah. That was the one with, like, Jet Li. I never saw that one either. We should watch that sometime, because I'm super curious about it. That's I'm... right, where Jet Li's a fucking mummy in China. China mummy? And it's got, like, the fucking, all the, uh... Oh, what are they called? Those warriors that are mummified? I don't know. Mummies? Like, Takatan? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Takatan. I think that's, like, what Baraka is. Tarkatan? There's, like, a thing in China where, like, they mummified people standing up, like, as guards. Like, Tarkatan oh, warriors. Know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. We should watch that movie. All right. <laughs> Even if we don't review it, we should just watch it. Okay, I'm for it. And, I totally also, forgot that was made. And we should also watch The First Mummy as well, because I want to watch that again. It was so good. That's good. In moon. <laughs> See Arnold Vosloh as the mummy and his big sand face wall thing oh, that comes man. through? Which they ripped off for this one, I guess, too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the mummy spurting off its dark universe with yeah. a miserable 16%. God. Uh, featuring the likes of 
Uh, I heard it made jack shit for money. It made 170 Just, million worldwide. Yeah. On its opening weekend, which I most of it was overseas. Yeah, domestic. I heard it was shit. Just dog shit. I yeah. think it came in like number three on its opening weekend. It was Wonder number Woman's, two. Wonder Woman still kicked its ass. Yeah. That's still not good. It's not good, especially when I got Tom Cruise. Like, and I hear people hate him in this too. Really? Yeah, he's he, like a prick. Yeah, I heard he plays like a huge dick in this. Um, <laughs> it's got also the Dark Universe also has the likes of Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man. I don't know anybody who wants to see go Johnny Depp. Yeah, in a movie. Yeah, uh, Javier Bardem as Frankenstein's monster, yeah. which I'm totally in favor of. Yeah, but they're doing the Bride of Frankenstein next, so. Yeah. I want to know who they're going to make Frankenstein. It's Javier Bardem. No, like Frankenstein. Oh, duh. Fucking duh. Like, the monsters is yeah, Javier like Bardem. Yeah, like the creator. Like, yeah, like the I don't creator. know. Like, who knows? Get, like, some, like, really, like... I, like, want to see, like, a Benedict Cumberbatch or something. Mm, somebody eccentric. Yeah, like a very eccentric, like, very into his work kind of... Crispin Glover. Oh, my God. The return. Bring him back. Get him back. Yeah. That's a good fucking pick, JT. Get a Crispin. I like get, that. Give Crispin Glover work. We're I all like about that. Crispin Glover getting get work on this show. Work. Get him work. Crispin Universal. Glover. Get Crispin Glover as Frankenstein. That's right. I like it. They like I rip out his hair and like smell it and <laughs> scream. <laughs> I'm not even gonna get up another option because that is an amazing no. pick. Crispin Glover's Frankenstein now. Sign seal deliver. He's yours, babe. Uh, I want more Crispin Glover in my life. Also, more monsters added to the pile of this is going to be the Phantom of the Opera and the that Hunchback makes, of Notre the Dame. The Phantom of the Opera it makes no sense. It's just a guy that adept, abducted a chick in an opera. I don't know, man. <laughs> You're just going to have some weird dude run around in a half mask. Yeah. God damn it. What the <laughs> fuck is he going to... He's not even eat. He's just like a fucking... He's more of, like, a tragic character than, like, a, some evil, like, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to make all of these things tragic characters from what I gather. I don't know. Because they're not making them horror movies. They're making them, like, action set pieces. So you got to have, like, Well, sympathy. the mummy sounded pretty tragic, as in tragically shitty. <laughs> like, <it's>... <laughs> I know. <laughs> But that's what I read. I was reading up on uh, whatever the Dark Universe shit's going, and they're adding the Phantom of the Opera and the Hunchback of Notre Dame yeah. to uh, the, the the shit stack. I I stumbled on some article the other day. Uh, I guess one of the guys from New Girl, what's his name? Like Jake Johnson or yeah, whatever? Yeah, Jake Johnson. Like He did like, this interview where like he talked about like how he became friends with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Or even not like friends, but just like Tom Cruise that came up to him when he was like, like, saying, like, he needs to be in better shape for the role. <laughs> so he was like, you're going to come to my private gym. And he was like, all right. He was like, you, you work out, you're going to work out with me. Oh, Jesus And he was Christ. like, okay. So, like, I guess, like, one day, like, he was going to go to, like, the gym that, uh, or, like, this private gym that Tom Cruise owns. And, like, the, the, someone on the staff was like, well, Tom Cruise is working out, so you can't, you can't. So he, like backed off and then like tom cruise came up to him like super pissed like where the fuck were you <laughs> and he was like well, i was gonna go work out but then the staff said that you were there i was like i don't give a shit what they say 
if I'm there, you, you're there too. <laughs> I didn't tell them. What, I didn't tell them our agreement. You show up when I show up, <laughs> and like it was like super tense about it. <laughs> like, uh, oh my god, he sounds so crazy. <laughs> I would love to be flying the wall in a Tom Cruise like day in the life. Yeah, like. It's got to be just nuts. He's insane. He like, just he's wakes the poster up. child of Scientology. <laughs> How are you are not insane? I don't know. Like he interviews future girlfriends. Like oh, he has like Scientology God. people like interview girlfriends for him. Like they just like bring they they bring them to sick. They like bring them to him and he's like oh, no. And then they just like fucking like shuffle them off. Ugh. And kill him afterwards. <laughs> there's probably some dead. There's a bunch of like dead like Tom Cruise girlfriends in like a ditch somewhere. Ugh. God. That's awful. That's Scientology, babe. There you have it. <laughs> Going clear. Check it out sometime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I should have brought this up when we were talking about Justice League a little bit. So, um, good news for me anyway. I don't know what oh, you Justice could... League? Yes. Oh my. Uh Danny Elfman uh is hired to do the score for Justice League. Ooh, okay. Uh Joss Whedon, I guess, wanted him to just to produce and compose the score for Justice League. Which makes me wonder, like, because I know Hans Zimmer is out. Yeah. Um he said he was gonna be out after Batman. He left during Batman v Superman, actually. Uh he composed a little bit because he was also jointly doing with Junkie XL. Yeah. And Junkie XL, I think, also helped to do the Wonder Woman theme as well. Okay. Uh, but he is not doing the movie either. He's not doing Justice League. Because yeah. he's doing Tomb Raider, the reboot of that. That's coming out in 2018, which I guess is already wrapped as well. All right. So, Danny Elfman is now in the house. He's done such themes as Batman, 89, Batman Returns. He's in Spider-Man. Which he did the Spider-Man yep. theme of the Raimi movies. Yep. Um... He did Beetlejuice. He did... Um, Elfman's pretty tits. Yeah, Elfman is great. He did the uh, 20... Th- uh, uh, the 08 Hulk movie, which I actually really like that score as well. It's... Uh, I like Danny Elfman. Uh, a lot of people in the score, like, community... Oh, okay. No, you were so into this. I'm not. I'm not. But, like, if you go into, like, look up, like, YouTube threads, there's, like, weird... Like, people in the bottom are like, Danny Elfman, it's so rudimentary, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? He's made the most, like, like one of the most yeah. iconic themes ever is the Batman theme. Oh, yeah. You can't beat that Batman theme, yeah. babe. Yeah. It was so... When it gets in that point where it's like, dun, 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 dun. And like, the it's bell like, tolls at yeah. the end. It gives you goosebumps, yeah. bro. Yeah. Oh, it was so good they used it for Batman the Animated Series. A version of it. Yeah. Holy cow, I'm jaying in my shorts over here because it's so good. <laughs> anyway, I am very looking forward to da- Danny Elfman's score for the Justice League movie. Obviously, they already have a Man of Steel theme from Hans Zimmer. They have a Batman yeah. theme, I guess. I don't know what it is. I have no idea what the fuck that is. But, uh, and they have their Wonder Woman theme, so he's got to just... I don't know why everybody needs a theme. It doesn't really matter, I guess. Yeah. But... If they just have a Justice League-centric theme, that would be pretty sweet. Because yeah. the Avengers do that. With uh, Alan yeah. Silvestri made the Avengers theme. And even yeah. in, like, other side movies, like even Ant-Man, like, their theme incorporates the, like, main Avengers yeah. theme. And I think that 
they use it in like the Marvel stinger too in the beginning too. Yeah, as from what I can remember yeah. anyway. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Like they like play that. Yeah, it's really good. Anyway, yeah. Danny Elfman, check him out. Watch all of his stuff and then talk shit about just Danny Elfman yeah. haters on YouTube. Yeah. Come at us, Danny Elfman haters. Yeah. Fuck you. I don't like you. You're probably BVS sympathizers. And flat earthers. <laughs> you fucking flat earthers. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, okay. Flat earthers. Oh, no. <laughs> Here comes a tangent. Not, well, it is a tangent. But, so, like, about a month ago, I brought it, I think I brought it up to you or Chelsea, I don't remember. Yeah. About, like, me getting a kick out of, like, all these flat earthers out there. Yeah. And, like, the last week, I've seen more shit of it, and it's just fucking making me angry now. <laughs> it is just upsetting me to my core about how people think that could just be flat. I don't... Like, even their reasoning doesn't make any sense. I was on a... <laughs> watched a YouTube video... And, like, some guy in the comments was like, Why do you think it's impossible for water to stay in the earth? Have you ever tried to pour water on a tennis ball? Doesn't stick to the tennis ball. Oh, my God. And I'm like, uh, 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 <laughs> Having an aneurysm. Oh. Like, even trying to think. I don't even know where to start exactly, to yell right? at him. Like, because if you think that that's a valid argument, yeah. there's nothing I can say to you that's going to change your stupid mind. Like, there's people, yeah. It's like one of those... The, Dumb comments where there's so much wrong with it, you don't know where to, like... <laughs> it's like when someone gives you, like, a big fucking knot. And you're like, I don't know where... <laughs> like, I don't know how to start to yeah, like where's this. Yeah, how do I start? I don't know where. Ugh, it's so dumb! <laughs> like, I just want to tell him to call somebody in Australia right now. <laughs> like, what time of day is it over there? Because if it was Earth was flat, it'd be the same fucking... It would be just hours behind, not a whole day ahead of us. Like, so you're to tell me if I were in a boat to sail from Japan to California, I couldn't make it because the edge of the earth would, I would just fall off the edge yeah. of the earth. Yeah. I would have to travel across all of Asia, Europe, the Atlantic Ocean to get to the coast of the United States and then travel across the United States to get to California. Get the fuck out of here, you dumb fucking flatter. I, I just love like those like arguments where it's like, well, I never actually saw like the Earth. I've never actually seen like the like the globe itself. Like I've just seen it as a flat image. Like I, I don't know. Like, Have you seen images from space? Yes. Get the internet. You actually stay off the internet. Yeah. Open a book. Look at a fucking ball. There's a ball. <laughs> when you look at a ball, like. Point blank. Are you like, oh, well, I can, that's totally, that's totally a round object. No, you just see, like, a circle. There's no way to know that's a fuck. Oh, God. Don't, don't, don't get me into this flat or shit. Now, nah, we're going to move on because I will just Long be story angry. short, the Earth's a fucking round <laughs> object. It's not a fucking flat circle. <gasps> I, oh, God. Now I just want to move on. I want a flat earther in here so I can yell at him. <laughs> I I can slap him real hard. <laughs> I don't want to talk to him because he'll make me mad. I just want to slap him. I want to talk to a flat earther so bad right now. I want to stick one of those stress balls that's that looks like the earth in his mouth and I then just, slap him in his face. I just want to take like a fucking 
lamp and walk around like a basketball and be like, does this look familiar? Does this look like a phase of the earth that you've seen at some point? Because it's a fucking ball. And he would be like, uh-uh. He holds up a Frisbee. <laughs> oh. oh, God. I almost punched you just by you saying that. Oh, shit. Okay, moving on, because that's going to lead me down a freaking depressing thing. Uh, <laughs> Luke Cage, JT. Did you like uh, Luke Cage? Steel Cage, I loved it. All right, not what I said, but uh, Luke Cage. Or no, what was it? Uh, Iron Cage. Iron Cage, that's right, that's right. That's what we made up last week. <laughs> uh, Luke Cage season two. Yeah. Guess who was spotted on the set? Oh, man. It is actually a pretty big name, or at least was a big name like five years ago. Lucy Liu was spotted on the set of Luke Cage Season 2, along with Rosario Dawson, as well as uh, Mike Coulter, is his name? Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, look for Lucy Liu to possibly be showing up in Season 2. I'm for some more Lucy Liu. Me too. I like me some Lucy Liu. Uh, Yeah. I would like to see what she's got in store for Season 2. Yeah. Um, Luke Cage wasn't my favorite of the Netflix Marvel series. I did like the first half of the season a lot. Yeah. The second half, when they introduced Diamondback, that's when it took a huge dump. It took a dump. Is that um, supposed to be the next one after... What's the next one after Defenders? I think Punisher is, actually. Oh, yeah, Punisher. Because that's already done filming. And then they filmed the Jessica Jones already, didn't they? I have no idea. I can't remember how... (sighs) Like, the farther I get into this, like, the more I realize that none of this matters, and I just stop caring about certain things, and then it'll just show up in my Netflix feed and be like, oh, check this out. Look at this. So, I know Punisher's next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that for sure. And there's got to be something else after There's got to be something next year. Who knows? Maybe a Daredevil (sighs) Season 3. I know they're planning on it. I don't know if that one's yet, though. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe Who Iron knows? Fist. Maybe Iron Cage. Iron Cage. <laughs> uh, JT, did you watch the yep. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix while we're on a Netflix? I did, because you said that it sucked, so I didn't watch it. Did you watch the first season? I watched the first episode, and it was okay. The first season, I think, was pretty great. Okay. Um, it has the catchiest theme song of all time. It is. It does. <laughs> and uh, you talk that, you talked about that up pretty hard. Yeah, but the I tried to get into the second season, watch the first episode, and it's way goofier. Yeah, way goofier. Yeah. And I just could not get into it, and I just eventually fell off. Well, they're doing season three right now. Yeah, they just it's, put out it, season three, and uh, Netflix also has approved a season four mm-hmm. of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I heard it's a hot commodity. It's hot. Hot to try. It's a hot toddy. Uh, yeah. So, I guess check it out if you want. I haven't watched the second season, so can't give my stamp of approval on it. Okay. Uh, I don't want to... As we're on Netflix, I didn't write this one down, but as I was talking about it, when I went to go see, I think, Wonder Woman, they showed in my in the theater, like, an extended look at Orange is the New Black for the newest season. Yeah. Have you watched any of that? I, yeah, we're in the middle of the season right now. I was going to bring it up. the current season? I've been watching, yeah. We can bring it more up later, but um, we'll just talk about it later. 
Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it'll it'll all bleed together. I don't want to just take away from our segments and cut it short, bro. God damn it. All right. Uh, last bit of news I have, I think, JT, is that uh, Valiant Comics told you uh, a while ago Sony has uh, accrued the rights to make their set of films, starting with uh, Harbinger and then Bloodshot and then Harbinger Wars. Yep. All, all from an artist that we like, right? That one was that guy. Oh no, that's not the same. It's not from that guy. Oh, okay. So was... we're good. Okay. But yeah, we also still don't like him. P.S. Just throwing that out there. I can't so you remember, remember his name, but I remember we it's Rob really Liefeld, like... and Rob... we don't like him. Yeah, that's right. That guy's really cool. Ah, shit. <laughs> They're adding another uh, property to the uh, slate of films for Valiant Comics, and it's going to be Shadow Man, which is like a like a. A voodoo Doctor Strange type yeah. of character. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read any of his stuff, but I heard it's got pretty high praise. Um, and it already has a director. And it's uh, from a man named Reginald Hudlin. The okay. name doesn't sound familiar to you. Didn't sound familiar to me. But he's directed... Sounds like some kind of aristocrat. He's directed a S-ton of TV. Um, and okay. he also directed The Ladies' Man. <laughs> I'm 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 for it already. <laughs> SNL film uh, with uh, Leon Phelps. Leon Phelps. <laughs> so ooh, it's a lady. It's a lady. <laughs> uh, so there's that. But he's also directed like like almost any TV show you can name. He's probably directed like three episodes of, and he's directed the episode of The Office where Michael falls into the koi pond. Just a little good. That, that was okay. that was his. Uh, Highest achievement in my eyes. All right. <laughs> it's a good out. Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you've seen it, like, what, like five times? Oh, maybe 500. <laughs> <laughs> sea Danger loves that office. The office is a great show. Not going to lie. Sea Danger has turned me on to something that I will just never live down and forget. It's The Office. She just watches it. We just started it over again just a, oh my God. Just a month ago. <laughs> like, we, that's what we watch before we go to bed. The Office will play. And we'll just blow through, like, three episodes. We're not even watching it. We're talking yeah. and just, like, reading. And the Office is on in the background. And it'll eventually get to where Michael Scott leaves, Andy's the boss, and we're like, where are he at? Like, season seven already? Oh, my God. And then, like, gets there, and then it'll just wrap back around to season one, and then it'll just go through it all again. We we tried doing that with It's Always Sunny, but it just gets to a point where it's like, I just can't keep doing this. Yeah. Like, I need need some more. And, like, The the Office, I think, is lighter than It's Always Sunny, too. So, like, you can have it on in the background, and if you've seen it, like, more than twice, you kind of can get it mm-hmm. like it's always sunny is more aggressive i it's think very aggressive. <laughs> so like as the farther you go on the louder and more abrasive it is so but yeah i could see i could see that and we've also been just like also doing that with that 70s show as well so. oh yeah might have more talk about that later too, oh Troy. my god but that's all the news i got jt all right Troy. well i got some news go for it uh that sony venom Tom Hardy movie, Troy. Yeah. Got some news on that. I guess they have on me. officially made it known. Because I know you brought up uh, uh, something uh, like a while ago where somebody's uh, theory was that, oh, let's have the Venom movie like take place like after like the events. Right. right. Where like, 
let's say, like, uh, Spider-Man gets, like, the Venom suit, and then it's like, oh, then this is, like, the beat. Well, Sony's saying that this will not be at all in correlation <laughs> with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, my God. That makes it worse, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Way worse. All of this... Shut up, Sony! <laughs> <laughs> Just stop fucking trying to do what you want with Spider-Man. You ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined it twice, okay? And you're trying to do it now with all of its ancillary characters. <laughs> you're trying to make us love something that it's not Spider-Man. And Venom is the next closest thing that you own. And I still don't want to see what you got. No, I'm not interested. Like, I was interested at first when Tom Hardy was like, yeah, I'll sign on. Because I'm like, maybe Tom Hardy sees something well, in this. Tom Hardy wants money. But now, yeah, but now I'm over it. I'm like, I don't care anymore. He's going to get he's gonna get paid a shit ton of money for this. And for you, Tom Hardy, I salute you. Yeah. Congratulations get your money. Get on your money, get, Tom. Yeah. I, I don't give a fuck about this. Nah, me neither. I am fucking over it. By all means, we're going to watch it and we're going to review it and talk sh- mad shit about it. <laughs> yeah. I, there's got to be a movie coming down the pipeline. Like, that's going to be a superhero film. That's going to just appeal to no one but reviewers. And it's just going to make money from people to review it on a podcast or a YouTube show. And then that's it. Then it's going to drop 90% in its opening weekend. And then nobody else is going to see it. Nobody. Nobody. It's got to be close because they're they're putting all this shit out like it's like, oh, they'll totally watch this. No, you won't. Nobody cares, Sony. No Shut your stupid shit. ass. Judd Apatow, get on their ass again. Get him, Judd. <laughs> Uh, here's some news that struck my fancy. So, uh, John Wick, Chapter 2, yep. out on DVD. I'm hoping that it's my next thing in my queue when I turn my deep for my next Netflix in, because okay. I want to see that shit so bad. Jonesing for it. Love me some John Wick. I haven't seen it I know yet. you weren't a big fan of the first one. It was, I liked it, but okay. it just, I think it was overhyped, I think, okay. to me. Okay. And I saw it, and I'm like, that was good, but not as good as I think everyone made it out to be i can i can see where you're coming from there. yeah anyways uh i guess there's gonna be a tv show based off the what? universe of john wick called the continental okay where they kind of focus on the everyday coming and goings of the hotel that he stays in in the first one okay which i think would be pretty interesting because it's got like that whole like assassin lifestyle kind of thing okay yeah maybe I'd be for that. Because, like, that's the, thing I I li- that's the thing I like about John Wick, though, is that it makes, like, assassins feel like this underground lifestyle that you can, like, fall into. Where, like, everyone who's an assassin, like, knows each other and, like, they have, like, neutral ground where they can, like, talk to each other. But then, like, once, like, uh, like some kind of warrant gets on your head, then it's, like, free game and then... Everyone's, like, on your ass. Like, I don't know. It seems like a really cool world. I was, like, yeah, I want to see somebody pitch it to me. Or, like, let me see a trailer of it or something. Yeah. Because, like, right now I'm not sold on it. Like, I, I don't know. Is it going to, like, deal, like, around, like, the owners of it or whatever? And it's kind of going to be, like, an anthology type of thing where it's, I, yeah, like, I'm different not, stories every week? I'm not too week. sure on that because I don't think really think they have, like, a network for this TV show or anything. Sure. I just know that it's supposed to be, like, based around this hotel and, like, maybe even the society because, like, it seems like there's, like, this big overarching, like, 
society within like the world that's like these assassins. Yeah. Because I think I've even heard like in chapter two they go more in depth into it, which I'm kind of looking forward to for seeing that movie. But I guarantee it, it's not going to feature like Keanu Reeves. No, I, I don't think he's going to be in the TV show. Then but. I don't really care then. Like, oh, okay. If I didn't know you like, were, had such a huge heart on for Keanu Reeves. <laughs> like, I just don't want to see, like, I want to see, like, I guess I could get just enough of it from a movie. I don't need to see it fleshed out in a series. Like, sometimes I like a little bit of ambiguity. Okay. Like, I don't need to see it, like, explained to death. Yeah, I don't like I don't like when they do that, but I like if they can like find like certain aspects and kind of elaborate on them and make them more interesting, then I I can enjoy that. Sure. Yeah, okay. I don't know. All right. I doubt it'll get picked up. All right. That's my opinion. All right. We'll see, babe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh Troy, here's some good news for you. Mm. While uh Tom Finally. Hardy Tom Hardy and his Venom are over there kicking off this Spider-Man universe in Sony. Right. Tom Holland oh. came out and said that the Spider-Man Homecoming film <clears throat> will be the first in a trilogy of oh Spider-Man my. films in the oh Marvel my. Cinematic Universe. Okay. Okay. I like that. So you got at least three standalone Spider-Man films in the long run for Marvel. As well as him appearing in Infinity War Parts 1 and 2, yes. I would assume. Yes. Five picture deal. There you go. Oh boy. Oh boy. Six picture deal, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully we get some Craven the Hunter. Oh my god, if only. Just give us Craven! You done Cra- everybody else! <laughs> you done everybody else! Give us Craven in one of them. Yes, please, for the love of God. One of them. I wanna see a good Craven. I also want to see a good Craven. I would also like to see another good uh, Dr. Octopus. Like, a really cool, like, standalone Spider-Man film where it's like Saw, where like, wakes up in a fucking facility, uh-huh. and it's Craven the Hunter. I would love that. Because it was like, uh, I think, um... Like, the most the, dangerous game type Yeah, shit. like, there was like a Spider-Man, like, the first, like, the Spider-Man game based on the first movie... There's, like, a level where, like, you get drugged and you wake up in, like, an, an abandoned zoo. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah, Craven, yeah. like, booby-trapped the whole zoo. Yeah. Like, make a movie of that. Yeah. That'd be fucking sweet. I would love a Craven movie. We've been championing that. And it makes sense because, like, the Avengers don't know where the fuck he is. So it's, like, it's all him one day in an abandoned zoo being hunted by Craven the Hunter. Yep. That'd be a fucking sweet movie. It'd be pretty tits kibitz. I would love it. Make- We've been championing for Craven ever since we heard Keaton was in for Homecoming. Yeah. Hashtag Craven Keaton. Not happening because he's Vulture now. Well, it looks pretty good. I'm just saying, Craven would be a sweet fucking he would. movie character. He would be pretty great. God damn it. What uh, other uh, Spider-Man villains would you like to see that we haven't seen yet? Because we've seen Green Goblin to death. All I can really see is... All I can really think of is like the ones from the animated series... Oh, those are the big ones anyway. Yeah. So, like, um, who would, would, why wouldn't you want to see them? Yeah. Like, I guess I, we haven't really seen Hobgoblin, but then I don't really care if it's not Green Goblin, too. Yeah. Um, I would like to see Dr. Octopus again. Yeah, I'd like to see another reimagining of him. I got Although, it was, really, it was done really well by Af- Alfred Molina, though. Yeah, he was really good. I just got a bunch of weirdos up there. <laughs> the lizard uh, was the, done. Yeah, the lizard's done. Uh... 
Yeah. Carnage, I don't want to see. Venom, I don't care. Like, like Carnage is only cool if you have Venom to compare him to Carnage, because Carnage is just supposed to be a crazy version of Venom. Yeah. Because it, like, you need a... Yeah, exactly. You need, like, Venom to be like, holy shit, this guy's fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, holy fuck, Venom. And then you're like, holy shit, Carnage. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, those are about the only other two yeah. that I'd want to see again. Or yeah. at all. Like, Craven. We haven't seen anything of him. Yeah. What about, like, the Chameleon? Yeah. He could have, like, a kind of a spy, like, anti-spy movie. Because he's, like, a master of disguise yeah. and shit. Isn't the, is it the Scorpion? Scorpion, yeah. I'm not, like, a huge fan of him. Yeah. Well, what about Mysterio? I'd like to see Mysterio. That'd be pretty That'd be pretty cool. That'd be kind of like a cool bottle film, too. Mm-hmm. Because he's always trying to, like, fuck with his mind. We can get Giamatti back for Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> he tried so hard, though. I know, I know, I did. Um, Try brought up earlier about how bad the mummy did domestically. Did not know the figures completely. Got them figs? I found the figs. <laughs> I guess Tom Cruise's mummy made domestically $12 million. Ooh, God. Opening weekend? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You look you're about to... Hyperventilate. <laughs> like, <laughs> 12 million opening weekend is nothing. Yeah. Oh, on, my, on Friday it made. Oh, okay. Million. Holy shit. Yeah. I think like freaking nine lives made more than that opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Check that out on our turkey episode. Oh, yeah. So. But no, mommy's doing bad. Doing bad. Doing bad. Uh, Troy, did you hear the hard news about Chris Evans and the Avengers films? Hard news? No. I guess Chris Evans, after the next two Avengers films, officially out. Splitsky. Of the MCU. I thought I heard Chris Evans' news earlier, and it was good, but I didn't really hear what it was. But I think he just signed on to, like, for sure for him to finish out the Avengers stuff. Yep. Okay. Right on. Yep. Why well, so kind of figure doing, he's doing the the Infinity War stuff, yeah. like the, the Avengers, and then he's Kaputsky. He's out. He's Kaputsky. That's not a huge surprise, I suppose, because I, I I figured like Robert Downey Jr. would kind of be in the same boat. Yeah. Like I don't know, like Mark Ruffalo. I don't know what his deal is. Yeah. But like I figured like the big guys were kind of like cycled out, and then. Yeah. And then try and, like, maybe, like, make some smaller films with, like, some more secondary characters. Maybe keep Spider-Man in there, you know? Yeah. All right. Because I feel like, okay, somebody, I was listening to a podcast today. Yeah. And somebody else brought this up, that before, like, they started this whole Marvel movie thing, like, Spider-Man is the highest grossing character that they have. Like, for Marvel in general. Yeah. Like, whether it be any merchandise or movies or whatever. But yeah. then they didn't have the rights to him, so they went with Iron Man, and now he was the king shit. Yeah. And that changed even, like, the comics landscape. So Iron Man became, like, a big deal. Yeah. And now he's, like, a top-tier character when he was, like, a C-list character at most. Oh, really? And so, like, that was taken away from Spider-Man because Sony had him. So, whatever. He's still so great in the comics because he's, like, Marvel's, like, mascot, oh, essentially. Yeah. Yep. 
But now that, like, movie contracts are up and Tom Holland's in, after, like, these Infinity War movies are done, then, like, Robert Downey Jr. is going to leave and then they're going to have their main player back for a few more movies. Yeah. So they're going to have their mascot as their, like, their boy as pushing these movies. So, like, they could do, like, a series of, like smaller new Avengers type movies where it's not like the major players. It's like Spider-Man and a few other lower card guys mm-hmm. where they can go on and do street level stuff. And then they're going to do have their cosmic side. I heard what James Gunn doing all their like guardians and whatever they're doing up there, uh, like Captain Marvel and all yeah, that other they shit. They could probably make guardians pretty high up there, but they only have like another film left in them too. Yeah. Like they have guardians three. And if they're going to show up in the infinity, maybe, stuff. uh, maybe Captain Marvel might get up. Right. There. Right. So who knows how that, but like after the infinity war stuff, I just don't know like what they're aiming towards, I guess. Like it still could be a surprise. Maybe they have something up their sleeve, but I have no idea. And with me doing a little thing on what I've been watching, I hope they could maybe work something out with Fox, but I'll bring that up a little bit later. Ooh, boy. Oh, aye. boy. Troy, I got some exciting Edgar Wright news. Oh, my God. Guess in an interview we should, did. Should I sit down for this? You've been sitting this entire time. Should I stand up and then sit down? Go for it. Here we go. I'm sitting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Edgar Wright, in in in, uh, inter- in an interview he did for uh, his release of Baby Driver coming out soon. Right. The interviewer said, "Would he ever consider doing a Star Wars project?" Whoa. And uh, he said, um, "He just said, and I quote." Uh, I've got no. something crazy coming. <laughs> Just wait. Oh my! Yeah. And they tried to kind of coax some more details out of him, and he said, "Just wait till Christmas." Hmm. To give. What if he's just uh, fucking with everybody? It, it could be, but kind of, kind of interested in seeing what he would do with a uh, Star Wars property under what? his belt. Want to speculate? What's your speculation? So I am assuming it's not going to be like one of the title movies, like seven, Maybe eight, not. nine, yeah. or whatever. Maybe not. So those are off the table. Yeah. Side projects. They already got Han Solo coming up, mm-hmm. which I'm not excited for. Really, <laughs> I want to see what they do with it. I want to see what they do with it too, but I'm still not excited for it. Fair enough. Um. So what side project could I? possibly do hmm. i'm assuming i'm just gonna say it's got a title character because if they're gonna do like some weird side story i yeah. can't well i know there, there's lots that. of talks of doing an obi-wan one right but i don't see like edgar wright doing an obi-wan thing hmm. i could see him doing like if they're threatening that boba fett movie i could see him doing a bo- weird like actiony boba fett movie i know there was talks of doing a job of the hut one oh job of the hut <laughs> where it's like I could see him, like, doing, like, a crazy, out-there Jabba the Hutt film. See, the one thing I have with Jabba the Hutt is, like, he's a big slug. Like, he can't move around a lot. Yeah, but he doesn't need to move. Like, it's like his syndicate. It's like his syndicate. Like, seeing Uh, the inner workings of that. I am not for a Jabba the Hutt movie. Whatever, man. Okay, this is what I would be in. I would be into him doing the Boba Fett movie. 
and making it like a bonkers, action-y, like, funny adventure. Because, like, I don't take Boba Fett seriously. So that's why I can see this working. Yeah. Like, a lot of people think he's a total badass. I think he's a bumbling, like, fumbled his way into being a badass. Yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see, because, like, I've seen some clips from Baby Driver, and it looks like, there looks like there's some, like, some fun action scenes in there. Well, I just look at World's End. Like, World's End has a ton of awesome action scenes in yeah. it. Yeah. Where they have, like, that bar fight in that bathroom, and they're oh, yeah. ripping off those robots' heads and shit like that. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. I like that. But, I don't know. Maybe he's... Maybe his next project isn't a Star Wars thing. Maybe it's something along the same lines, like a weird space adventure. Ooh. Maybe it's something along the same thing, but it's not Maybe just Star something Wars. completely different, but in the universe. Maybe that? Who knows? Still pulling know. for that Boba Fett. I don't know. I know there was, like... I always heard, like, uh, people, like, having, like, random talks of, like, wouldn't it be cool to have, like, a uh, C-3PO, C-3PO R2-D2, like, buddy-together-type movie uh, where it's, like, some it. random... It's like some random scene where you don't see them a lot, but then they're just like you're just like following them, and it's like some buddy, sure, like shenanigans type <laughs> film. I don't know. I, don't. I feel like that would be really annoying to be with C three PO the whole fucking movie. Very true. <laughs> very true. Very very true. Uh, Troy, yeah. I think I brought this up. I brought up that they're making like a Death Wish remake or right. something, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, but, a couple weeks ago. Er, uh, but <laughs> we got the director, the star, and the date. Whoa. This thing is Death moving Wish. forward very quickly. Coming up. First of all, I can't remember if I brought the director. The director, Eli Roth. <laughs> oh, my God. For Death Wish. That sounds familiar. You might have said that. I think I did say that. I don't know if I said this, though. The star. Oh, my. Eli Roth. Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, my God. For Death Wish. Okay. And it's getting a release date of November 22nd, 2017. What? Yeah. It's That's around this year. the corner. That's this year, it JT. It is. It is. That Charles Bronson remake made by Eli Roth with Bruce Willis. I'm... I'm all, I kind of want to see what I they do with really it. Wanna, I really want to... I love I'm, seeing yeah. old dude vigilante film. Yeah. And I've heard Death Wish, like, it's crazy, but I've heard it's really good. And I'd like to see what they do with it, with the remake. I've never seen the original Death Wish at all. Yeah. And I don't ever want to. <laughs> <laughs> but Fair I enough. will see this. Like, Fair enough. I'm... I like Bruce Willis when he's yeah. playing just Bruce Willis. That's yeah. fine with me. I don't care. Yeah. He doesn't have to play anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen like an Eli Roth anything for a while. So I'd like to see him some- do something else. Yeah. What's the last Eli Roth thing you've seen? Fuck, I can't even remember. I think the last thing I've actually seen of Eli Roth is when he directed the pilot of that Hemlock Grove Netflix series. <sighs> that wasn't good. <laughs> the pilot was okay. Yeah. The, the werewolf, werewolf, the werewolf transformation? transformation's badass. <laughs> We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. But yeah, that was really good, but I didn't care. I didn't even finish the first series. Like, I didn't care about it. Yeah. 
But that's the last thing I think I've seen of Eli Roth. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we'll see what he does with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I liked Hostel. The first Hostel. Yeah, Hostel was good. Um, Hostel 2 had good parts. It did. It went into, like, more of, like, the Bloodhound. Like, yeah, like the actual gang. Yeah, like the actual uh, uh, society that starts this whole thing and yeah. stuff. I didn't need, like, a whole thing about it. No. There was some really... We always talk about, like, the like the Wheat Reaper thing that, like, where, like that skips the... down her okay. back. I just thought about that again <laughs> the other day because it's just so haunting to me. Oh, yeah. About... It's gross. Wa- it's gross. Oh, looking. just that fucking sound of that fucking sickle. Like yeah. skipping across her back skin. Yeah, and they oh! show yeah, and they show it. It's so oh! Oh. Yeah, it's bad. That just if it's on YouTube, look at that up. <laughs> but I don't think you can because there's nudity in it. But maybe yeah, because she, yeah, she's naked when they but do it. It's oh my god, that scene. Like that's oh yeah. I would just watch that scene again, and I would be fine. Oh like, yeah, it's super fucked. Ugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, that's the only thing I would watch that movie again for. And it's just like a non-sequitur, like, it doesn't involve anything. It's no, just yeah, a it's death just scene a, of one yeah, of the it's characters. it's a random death scene, but it's like, yeah, it's super fucked. It's good. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Anyways, it's all my news. Solid. <laughs> well, that uh, leads us into... We got a bit. I know. And it, that's what it's I was going to... huge bit. It is a huge one, and I got a lot to say about it. Good. Uh, so let's get... Into it. <coughs> Drop it. Drop it, Troy. People die and it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bits. Uh, Dinosaur Neil's supposed to be joining us tonight. He's supposed to be. Did not show up. He could have done the... He could have actually done theme. the theme that we could have spliced out and then actually used for future shows. But Instead, we'll just do it live. We'll just keep doing it live every fucking time. <laughs> Uh, but this week is a huge one, as we said before. Huge one. Uh, huge. Adam West, unexpectedly, Adam out of Wee. nowhere, died at 88 years old of leukemia. Yeah. Like, I didn't know he had leukemia. Must have been kind of under wraps, but I guess he went very suddenly. Yeah. Which is terrible. But 88's a good age. 88, that's... Put near that's a ninety. Good age. That's he put in a lot of work. That's a damn good like, age. He def- he defined Batman for generations yeah. of people. He almost made it possible for Batman to be like a big thing. He made Batman continue to live after like it was like watered down by the comics code authority. Yeah. Because he was a grim and gritty character to start with. He even used guns and shit. Yeah. And then the Comics Code Authority came down and said, like, no, nah, you can't have him because he's too dark, scary, and he's got homosexual tendencies with Robin or whatever. <laughs> but so, like, they weren't going to do anything with him, and they totally they needed something to do, and the 60s were around, and they changed him into this, like, tongue-in-cheek satire of the character which yeah. totally worked yeah. and was a fan and it wasn't like the show wasn't even around for that long but that show came out daily yeah like they had a show a new show every day like, of that the was week. their version of the power rangers it was nuts <laughs> but so there's only i think three seasons of it or so yeah 
But it was so influential that they're still making comics of Batman 66 today because of Adam West's portrayal of this character. Didn't they just make like an animated uh, ver- like an animated thing? They where did. It's and kind of Adam West and Burt Ward reprising his role as a Robin as well. Oh shit! And good news that they did a sequel to that and. Adam West finished it before he actually passed oh, away. Shit. So his la- his legacy is going to be continuing his legacy as Batman um, before he passed away. That's amazing. Right so there's that. I, I haven't seen that 66 one, but GHD said it was pretty good, and his son loves it as well. Oh, nice. So I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I'm planning on picking it up, and I want to pick up the sequel. Um Los Angeles is actually paying tribute to Adam West by yeah. putting a real bat signal in oh, shit. in Los Angeles somewhere, and they're gonna just shine. I wonder how well it's gonna work because I always awesome. I don't know, yeah. thought the bat signal is like can't really work. They gotta like wait for like a really cloudy day. <laughs> yeah. But L.A. is doing that. They're gonna get a real bat signal, and hopefully they put it on top of like a police station. That would yes. be pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, Adam. Like, it's, I heard that after Adam West did the Batman series in 66, he had, like, a hard time finding work because he was kind of typecast as that character. Mm -hmm. And he really, like, I don't know, like, what work he had for, like, a huge chunk of time from, like, the 70s to almost the 2000s or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But he had some work in between there doing, like, and, like, had, was on the con circuit and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But then he found new fame, almost, like, satirizing himself yeah. as becoming, like, the mayor on Family Guy. Oh, yeah. He was, had a ton of voice work on, like, Futurama and yeah. all that other stuff. Just playing himself. Yeah. Like, that's also amazing. Oh, yeah. When you're so popular <laughs> that you can satirize yourself. To oh, yeah. be on other things. Yeah, he, he made buku bucks just being, like, the original Batman. Like, I know. And, like, he... Like, if the technology was possible, like, I'm pretty sure there'd be people out there, like, reanimating his body right. just to go to Comic-Cons <laughs> to make even more money off of him because right. he could make so much fucking money. Right. Even do the Futurama head in a jar. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get your... Picture taken with Adam West's head. <laughs> like, I'm sure people be all for that shit. <laughs> but, yeah, what it, what a legacy of work that he's created. And it was so... Flat. He's done video game work. I know he was in a video game uh, called 13. It was that cel-shaded, like, first-person shooter oh, that came yeah, out, yeah, like, yeah, a yeah, long yeah. time ago. Um, well, shit, look at Mark Hamill. Like, Mark Hamill's pretty much got the exact same career. That's where... true. Like, he was he, huge yeah. in the 70s. Yeah, he started then... out in the 70s, and now he's doing a bunch of voice work, and he's, like, super, like, popular just based off of his voice work alone. Right. And then he also was uh, a voice of the Grey Ghost in Batman the Animated Series. That's like, right. He, it was like a, like an like a actual, like, he was an actor, that got wrapped up in all that stuff, but, like, Bruce Wayne saw his show as a child yeah. and almost based the Batman persona off the Grey Ghost. Oh, shit. So it's cool that, like, Batman learned from Batman. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> that, so that was pretty cool. But, like, nice. yeah, a legacy of work that will never be forgotten. Adam West, we salute you. Beers to the sky. Adam Wee! <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Adam West. You will never be forgotten. You will be missed. Um, 
that leads us into another segment of the show that we like to call jam-packed you know it's done it done it done that leads us into the trailers of the week jt you Apparently, you blew me away with how many. Few. You said you had a. I'll let you go first because you said you had a couple. Yeah, I had three. I'll, I'll try and round out from there. Okay, I'm gonna start with the uh, smaller ones that I had, and then I'll build up to the bigger one that I think that you might also have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the first one I saw with us reviewing Wonder Woman not a week ago. Yeah. Was that last week that we did Wonder Woman? Yes. All these shows blend together after a while. It was. <laughs> um. I was surprised to see that it looks. Uh, it was only a teaser for a trailer. Yeah. But it's a a movie called Professor Marsden and the Wonder Women, which looks like it's a like a biopic of the person who created Wonder Woman. Oh shit. And the surrounding women in his life. Uh, uh that was just inspired the Wonder Woman tale. So Dr. William uh, Marsden. And his wife and his mistress, <laughs> that is, uh, I think that's going to be all about that. Right on. Um, I'd be interested to seeing more, because I've seen small docs about just him in general. Yeah. Very interesting cat, that guy. Really? Yeah. Hmm. A lot going on with him. Like, personally and professionally. Yeah. He had to did a lot, like... It's weird that he created one of the most iconic characters of all time, and he, like, had a... He was a doctor. Like, it was... It's just weird, because he not only created, like, the blood pressure machine that was essential in making the lie detector... Yeah. And then he also created Wonder Woman. That's right, I heard about that. Yeah, he's like... It's so varied on the shit he did. It's weird. And he had, like, a polyamorous relationship that, I guess, worked, but it was, like, the 40s, so maybe it didn't really work... Yeah. But he was a man, so I guess they forced it along. I don't know. Oh, it's the Jesus. 40s. It was a different time. That is weird. <laughs> but yeah, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in seeing it. It was just a teaser. It didn't. It was like 30 seconds long. It didn't do much. But yeah. otherwise, say like, this is going to be a thing. Yeah. So I want to look out for that uh, when okay. it's coming out. Okay. Um, another trailer I saw. Is this the big one? No. Okay. This is the semi big one. I think I might leave the big one for like the last one. Okay. I'll, then after this one, I'll hand it off to you. Okay. Um, Flatliners. That's yep. That's one of mine. <laughs> is uh going to be remade? Yeah. I okay. At first, I didn't like. I'm like, did you see the original? No, okay. I didn't. And I saw the trailer. I'm like. Okay, they're okay. They're remaking Flatliners, by the way. Yeah, and it's gonna be starring Ellen Page and the pilot from Rogue One that didn't have a huge part in it. He's yeah. in it, and yeah. some other Diego guy. Luna is in it. Yeah, is he in that too? Yeah. Okay, um, and some that one like blonde guy. I don't know what he's from. I don't know what he's from, but he seemed like the worst actor ever. Yeah, not so good. Oh God, he had like one that showed like two or three lines that he delivers, and I'm like, you were awful. Ugh. But uh, when I watched it, I'm like, Flatliners was a movie, right? Already? Like, I've never seen it, but it's the name sounds very familiar. So yeah. I looked it up. And of course it was. Yeah. I was right. 19- it seems like a cool premise. It does seem like a cool premise. The premise is like, 
you die for a few minutes. You yeah. experience this like other life when you die, and then they jolt you back to life, and then you get to like whatever you get to yeah. experience whatever is in well, the like a afterlife. group of kids do it right, and they just and then in the trailer they show them like over like overdoing it and trying yeah. to outdo each other. Like it's kind of like a mixture of like. Killing yourself and then bringing yourself back to life, but then it's like almost kind of drug use, like drug use, exactly. where they get addicted to it and they keep trying to push it further and further. Right, they'll start like one minute, and then three minutes, five minutes, seven minutes, ten yep. minutes, or whatever. Yeah, and it starts fucking with them as the farther they go in. Yeah, so and that's like the whole thing of it. But I looked up the 1990s version. Yeah, just on IMDb and all that other stuff. Surprisingly, it's like I'm so, like I'm just yeah, it didn't make shit. No, it didn't. Like it has like. Not that, like, these mean anything, but, like, the Rotten Tomato score is 49%. Yeah. <laughs> and the IMDb only gave it a 6.6 6 out of 10, a little bit more favorable of a score. Yeah. But, like, I didn't see what it made, because I, I don't really care, but it had a yeah. bunch of big names in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland, Julia, Julia Roberts, Roberts, Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon Billy Bacon. Baldwin, Oliver Platt. Oh, yeah. Huge names. Yep. And I'm like, I should probably should have seen this, but I never have. I'm just surprised that they... Took this property and decided that they made it. remade it with Ellen Page. I mean, and Ellen Page is a big Diego, name. Yeah, and Diego Luna. That's like it. I don't know anyone else in this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. I don't think it's Diego Luna. It is Diego Luna. No, it's not. It's yeah, not it Diego Luna. It is. No, it's not. From Star Wars Rogue One, it's it is the, him. It's the pilot. It's not Diego Luna. It's the it's the rebel it's, pilot or the rogue or the empire. Stop it! Let's go watch it. No, I'm gonna look it up right fucking. <laughs> it's Diego now. Luna's it's in there. It's not the... fucking Diego Luna. I'm telling you right now, dude. I'm God. telling you right now. Well, I'm... while you're doing that, then I'll get into my trailer before we get into the big one. Okay. Uh, I showed this to you before we started. E3 yeah. happened this right. uh, past week, and a lot of big stuff came out. The one that struck out to me as being fucking amazing is that goddamn spider-man game yes looks fucking awesome fantastic looks amazing like i feel like spider-man is one of God those damn it it is diego luna <laughs> all right cool Sorry. so anyways uh i'm just gonna i'm just gonna ignore that because i knew it was fact all along <laughs> god damn it but i feel like spider-man is one of those ones where it's like I don't. I can't remember like a really bad game from Spider-Man. Like even the ones based on the movie, where like usually the movie video video games suck dick. Right. Yeah. But I feel like with Spider-Man, they went above and beyond for him. Like they even, like I even like even bringing up like the fucking the first Spider-Man, where it was like, yeah, it was kind of confined and in its own like very like would just set up these. Uh, levels where you couldn't like go outside of it it wasn't like open world or anything but they still had those really cool levels where like yeah like craven would drug you and like trap you in a fucking abandoned zoo like that shit was cool yeah and then like spider-man 2 was like open world oh yeah and it perfected the web slinging oh it was awesome the best web like yeah like for that like for a long time it was all momentum based yeah it was and it, it made sense yeah like it was all Physics based, all that type of shit. And, like, I think they made a Spider Man 3 one, which wasn't as good. No. But I think it was still playable. Yeah. And even, like, the Web of Shadows games, where I guess. Web of Shadows is badass. Was well regarded. 
Like, and Web of Shadows was like Spider-Man 2, but it had, like, its own unique storyline where it was, like, all based around the symbiote just, like, possessing a shit ton of, like, weird, like, uh, Marvel-based characters. And there was uh, an Ultimate Spider-Man game, which was kind of, like, not cel-shaded, but it was, like, cartoonier-looking, and you got to play as Venom in that. Yeah. So that that was pretty good. I never beat that one. And then... One of my favorite games of all time is the original PlayStation Spider-Man game. Yeah. Where it was, like, comics-based, and you had to collect, like, comic covers, and it was goofy, and I I fucking love that game. Yeah, I remember you playing that shit all the time when we were kids. I beat that game probably 50 times. (laughs) It's so good. Like, it... But it's kind of short and confined, but every time you beat it, like, you unlock more stuff that makes you want to go back and play it again. Yeah. Oh, my God. There was... Okay, Point being, there's never been a really terrible Spider-Man game. No, yeah. But this game looks great because it yeah. looks... It's next-gen, yeah. well, current-gen. Yeah. And it looks amazing. Yeah. And it they took a little bit of the Arkham series and it looks like they crammed it in that, too, yeah. for, like, fighting and combat, which is amazing because mm-hmm. it's the best combat yeah. style in any video game. And plus the fact that this is Spider-Man, like, all the graphics are brighter... Yeah. So, like, you can actually see what the fuck you're doing. Uh, yeah. And it looks fucking crazy. I am in love with the trailer that you showed me. Yeah. Even though I was making margaritas at the time. And I know, you were kind of like, forth. yeah, that's cool, that's cool. But, like, <laughs> meanwhile, you're just like, fuck. <laughs> it looks so good. <laughs> it, and all of it was in-game, too? Yeah. That what made it even better. Like, Yeah, if you oh look it God. up, what, what they showed at E3, like, that's all, like, in-game, like, gameplay. That's all of that shit, and it looks like borderline like a movie. Yeah, like all the shit they do in there, like it's crazy. It's so good. Like I, because I've saw like a, uh, like images and like video tests of this like maybe a year ago. Maybe? Yeah, they, I think they put out like a weird like mini trailer of it like not so long ago, and like. It's got, a, like, a different Spider-Man design with, like, a big white spider and yeah. stuff on him. Yep. Which everyone immediately shit on, and I don't necessarily like it much either. Yeah. But, like, just seeing how great the game is, you don't even notice it. Yeah. So, I'm all... Like, I this might push me to get a PlayStation 4. I know. Like, the minute I saw it, I was like, <laughs> Troy's gonna buy a PS4. I can't even I can't even stop him. Like no one can stop you from getting a PS4 after like seeing this shit. I will throw money down for a yeah. that fucking shit. Yeah. And then then I can actually go play Arkham Knight cuz I haven't played that game at all yet oh, either. Oh god damn Arkham Knight. Fuck, it's good. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Arkham Knight's so good. <sighs> anyway, yeah, Spider So there you go. Yeah. That's our video games. That's set for the year. There. Yeah. <laughs> but the big trailer. The big boy. Tra- the big boy. Yeah. Out there. Yes. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Drop. Who knew it was going to drop around Not so E3. much out of nowhere because it's like, oh, people of Wonder Woman? Here's this. <laughs> <laughs> Steal your thunder, Wonder yeah, Woman. Exactly. I am in love with this trailer. Holy shit, right? I had no idea. Okay, I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. Right? And the... Okay, the scene that really hooked me is when 
there it's in like kind of in the dark in the jungle and like you can see like those renegades with like scarves over their faces or whatever yeah and like they flash light up into a tree and black panthers is there like <laughs> stalking them and just whoops their asses i was like fuck yes i'm on board 100 percent for this movie and the score for this movie whatever in the trailer oh yeah sounds really weird but in an amazing great way yeah like it's all to itself yeah and it sounds exactly like a black panther soundtrack like Like, i don't know what it is or who did it but it's i'm hooked by Mm -hmm. the sounds the visuals of this movie and uh they're I don't know if they're playing with time or if he's getting a new costume, but uh, they, they it shows like two different versions of the suit in this trailer as okay. well. Like you see, like well, the scene I was just talking about, like him whooping the those like renegades' asses. Yeah, and then at the end of the trailer, he's got like a a different costume. Like the face mask is different. Yeah, and the bodysuit is like not as uh, I guess like designed. It's just okay. like a slick black suit so i don't know if it's like maybe his dad t'chaka who died in civil war yeah maybe it's him as like a past suit or maybe it's something that's going to be moving on forward but maybe i am way into seeing this movie yeah i'm like when it comes to marvel like i'm always very critical about like just i love what you're doing just don't make the same movie like all the time right and with this like i i I feel like they they're still doing that, but they're doing it in a way where they're creating these new environments where I'm super invested. Yeah. Where they're in, like creating Wakanda, which is just like this city in the heart of Africa that's super civilized and very technologically advanced. Uh huh. So you have all of that African uh, tradition, all of that uh, like African garb and everything, but it's like. Very rich and very right, like technologically advanced. So it's like you get that like weird dude with like the fucking lip plate, but he's got like right. a fucking like green like like thousand dollar suit on. Where you're like, this is crazy, and I fucking love it. Like I want to see more of this place. Yeah, what I got from what I what I am pulling away from it is that like Wakanda needs to be like a secret, almost like sect of like. Like, almost like how the Vatican is. Or yeah. Whatever. yeah. It's its own, like, sovereign nation. But it's, like, uh, almost disguises itself in, like, humility. Yeah. Like, it shows, like, it shows a face of, like, a third world country. Yeah. But behind the scenes, it's, like, this thriving, oh, super yeah. scientific, advanced nation. Yeah. Like, they're, like, borderline going to take over the world. They're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we're... We love, yeah, we apologize, we love you. Right, yeah. And then he's like, alright, let's fuck shit up now. Yeah, and like, I, I know in previous episodes I've kind of talked shit about Black Panther before, because I just never really resonated with the character, I never really understood who it was from. Yeah. But like, I uh, was listening to somebody else on a, another podcast that just like, really loves him. Yeah. And they were explaining like, and even, okay, even in the... Uh, books i'm reading right now um black panther is a part of just a certain a few issues of it Mm -hmm. and they were saying like because we sit on this vibranium mine essentially which is very very rare the rarest metals in the world yeah 
we've advanced like 50 years ahead of everybody, but never yeah. told anybody. Yeah. So we were always on the cutting edge when everybody else mm-hmm. was just lagging behind. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've never fucking put that together. <laughs> and it, when I read that and somebody was talking about it on a podcast, I was like, I fucking really love this. <laughs> like, I, he may be my new favorite character right now. Yeah. Like, it's so good. Yeah, he's interesting as fuck. And then, like, like watching, like, all the action in it, like, it kind of... It, really struck me like winter soldier yeah but like taking like all that action but then including it in this weird like out of nowhere world like it seems super fucking interesting yeah and i love if they like bring in like claw as like the lead villain like i love like his demeanor and like how crazy he is like just like bring him in as just like this fucking like weird like out of nowhere like kind of like joker-esque type villain that just like acts on a whim and is like just resilient like almost like a fucking like human cockroach where you just <laughs> cannot know how to fucking get rid of him right like i really fucking pumped for this fucking movie me too and i i want to see more but i don't want it shoved down my throat like spider-man homecoming yeah like i want to i'll just probably watch the trailer after that we get done recording again <laughs> because i love it like it's so good i watched it yeah probably like five times in a row also his is uh, his his bald chick bodyguard is totally uh, Michonne from The Walking Dead? Is it? Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah. I, oh, I I guess I read that um, she's gonna be in Infinity War. Oh shit! She's like, like carrying on to other movies as well. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and I didn't realize this until, uh, like after Civil War happened, that like Black Panther, like Wakanda. Like, obviously has the Black Panther as its, like, major hero. But yeah. to guard the city is all female warriors. And oh, it always fuck, has yeah. been like that. Yeah. And they're all, like, they shave their head to be, like, freaking just badass looking and shit. And they're, nobody fucks with them. They're just, like, the baddest bitches oh, in the world. That's awesome. So it's got, like, everything going for it for, like, Dude. empowerment. Oh. I can't fucking That's what we fucking need. We need Wonder (laughs) Woman and Black Panther to be the best things in the world right now. Well, I think it's February it comes out. Black History Month. Oh, shit! Did you... I put that together, like, a few months ago, and I'm like, that's the perfect time for this movie to come out. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, there you go. Black Panther. Check it out. Yeah, Black Panther. I'm super pumped for this movie. Yeah, I want to see it. It looks good. Looks good. What else we got going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Surprise. Surprise. Get out. Surprise, bitch. Get out. (laughs) We sprung it on you like nobody's business. Get out. Yeah. Is coming at you right now. Got some stats, JT. Going over them. Dropping them stats. Had a production of four point. A meager. $4.5 million. This is a Blumhouse film. That is true. Uh, Domestically made $175.4 million. And worldwide, $250.1 million. It made a shit ton for its (laughs) super small fucking budget. It was made with no money and made a buku percentage. Yeah. Uh amount of money. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes has that at a 99%. Uh, 
IMDb has it at a 7.8 out of 10, and OK.com has it at a 50%. What's what's OK.com? It's a... it's a movie review site to tell if it's okay for, I think it's Mormon children. Oh my God. This <laughs> weird fucking, I can't remember. And they gave it a 50% for Mormon children? Granted, it only had two voters and one said it was great and one said it was not good. <laughs> so it met in the middle and it said it was 50%. But I, I, I don't know if it's Mormon or not. Because the site I was looking at before was for Mormon stuff. And I went on to another one because it didn't give, like, a real score. It just, like, had paragraphs about the yeah. movie or whatever. Yeah. OK.com gives it a 50%. Okay. I imagine somewhere we'll meet in the middle. <laughs> between the 50%. I just want to become a voter of this site so I can just, like, throw it I off. I tried. The and power's it said, yours. I, it's, I tried to, like, throw it off and be like, like, okay, opinion spoiler. Yeah. Thumbs up. I tried to give it a thumbs up. Yeah. And it said I had to register for the site. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <sighs> Damn it. But there we go. So, get out. Uh, Jordan Peele's writer and director debut yeah. feature film. Big debut. Big debut. Went off like gangbusters. Yeah. People can get enough of this film, JT. JT, what happened in Get Out? Tomatoes. Out the shit. Uh, well, uh, I gotta remind myself because it's been a while since I've seen it. Did uh-huh. not get a chance to see it over the week, okay. but I do remember a lot of it. Uh, we center on a young man by the name of Chris Washington, mm-hmm. who is going to visit his new girlfriend's parents for the first time, the Armitage family, and uh, while. Visiting them kind of gets the sense that things are not right, which leads into some very horrific incidences. That's true. That, that's a great synopsis. Yeah. Spoiler free. Spoiler free synopsis <laughs> there. And we will be doing spoiler free for a little bit, even though the movie's been out. Yeah. If he, uh, yeah. It just came out on DVD like two weeks ago. Right. So, so we don't want to ruin it for the people that have not seen it yet. Um, even though it's been out for a while, we'll just do a little spoiler free mm-hmm. review. Um, I thought this movie did an amazing job of like s- seeing the other side of a horror movie. It's always usually, like, the black guy that dies first or whatever. Mm -hmm. And in this, it's, like, I mean, it's not exactly like that, but it's, like, seeing, like, the black guy's perspective in a horror movie where you're just surrounded by white people. Oh, yeah. And I loved in the movie that it... Like, has those weird, uncomfortable questions of everybody that's in the movie asking him stuff about, like, about being essentially a black man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, God, that every <laughs> question you ask, like, makes me shudder. <laughs> and I love... But, okay, the one... I'm gonna have this caveat right out front. Gotcha. I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah. In that I knew the twist of the movie going into it. Okay. That... It didn't ruin the movie for me. Yeah. But I think it ruined my experience of the movie. Yeah. 
Because I never thought I was ever going to get around to seeing this movie. Okay. So I was like, I'll just kind of read about it. It's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. And it still is. The yeah. plot of the movie and the twist of the movie yeah. is very interesting. Yeah. Way out there. Yeah. Um, But I wish I didn't know. Because yeah. I want to see it through those eyes rather mm-hmm. than, like, knowing what was going to happen. And then you see these questions arise and you know what they're for. So I got to see it almost on a second viewing kind of thing. Yeah. Which was in- great going into it anyway. Yeah. But um, seeing it play out was good. Um, I'll, I'll bring up the... I'll, anyway, I'm going to let you talk. i got to write down a note. Okay. Because <laughs> um, it's going to be for us more spoiler stuff. Okay. Well, uh, when I saw it, like I, I had an idea of where it was going to go because people were making such... A hype about it in terms of it being about uh, race and like how people treat people of people of the races and stuff. So I kind of had an idea of it going in, but like not knowing the extent of it really made it a worthwhile experience. Because sure. you go into it being like, okay, well maybe they're kind of fashioning, like they're kind of like fashioning uh people of of like black people in like this sense, and then you get into it and you're like. Yeah, but it's still acting really weird. Like, I don't yeah. know why they're... And then you get more and more into it. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, right. okay, I can see where <laughs> they're going. And then, like... And I love how they tackle it more, like, less from, like, a blatantly racist sense right. to, like, a more, like, underlying racist sense where you go into it being, like, you don't see black people as, like, as, like, a terrible thing. You see it as more of, like... Why do they have that and I don't? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, they kind of, like, it almost, and it's, like, in a sense, like, it doesn't play so much, like, it plays with race, but it also kind of plays with class, too, where you get these people that are so far out of touch, where they don't even consider other classes outside of them in general. It's just like, well, this betters me, so I'm going to do this. Yeah, that's... Not a huge part in it, not for me anyway. It's a, a definitely an undertone. Yeah, but it's not like a huge part in it. I saw it as a pretty big part. Okay, but we'll um, talk about that in spoilers. Sure, but I okay. I I want to talk about this movie more openly. But like the movie, in my opinion, is great. Yeah, I'm gonna get my great at the end. But I enjoyed the movie, and I think you should go and see it. Definitely for sure. go check it out. There's some. It's really interesting in it. Like I. I, I I saw this by myself. Like Molly didn't even see this, so like I've been like sitting on all this information. See, you know how I, right. by one woman alone, <laughs> right. how I'm busting the seams. But yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's really interesting, and it really makes you think, especially coming from two white guys in like a small town. <laughs> right. Like it really makes you think about stuff like that. It's yeah, I, it's oh, yeah. definitely worth checking it out for sure. Yeah, um, I would definitely say it's worth buying for your collection oh yeah if you have a movie collection i would say get it for sure i rented it because i needed something really quick yeah but yeah i would look into buying this yeah for sure okay spoiler talk jt yeah i um i really enjoyed everybody's character arc in this movie yeah because even though like all the the white what's their 
last name? The Armitage. Armitage family comes off really like friendly and like yeah. All of them turn out to be dicks. Yeah, I know. I love because um yeah like. It totally struck me as, like, a horror movie where, like, there's a lot of horror movies where, like, you get to a point where you're like, why didn't you just leave at this point? Right. And you still stuck around. Like, you're dumb. Yeah. But, like, every time something came up, like, he always had, like, his girlfriend there, like, kind of, like, backing him up where you're like, well, you still have his support. Right. And, like, that's what I love about it. Like, the one scene that I love the most in this whole film was when uh, he knows shit's fucked up and he wants <laughs> to get out of there immediately. Yeah. And, like, even though he knows, like, his girlfriend's still kind of, like, maybe shady. Right. Like, she's still acting like she's trying to help him. And right. it's, like, he still has a support system behind him. So it's, like, they're, like, legit, like, legitimately, like, surrounding him. And he's, like, right. get the keys, get the keys. Please get the keys. Yeah, Let's get yeah, the fuck yeah, out yeah. of here. And she's, like, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And then she's just, like, oh, these? And you're, like... Then the what all, a bitch. all the air just like <laughs> leaves you like oh now he's officially on his own right and that's like my favorite scene out of the whole fucking movie because it's yeah. like you go from like you have this this rock this support system behind you at the all times and she like plays it off really good too right like even in like they have these pretty touching scenes where like they're just by each other where they're like like I I know this is what you expected but I'm here for you right and then that one thing where she's just like she goes completely like stone-faced where you're like now he's on his own and he is fucked yeah and it sucks that like he wanted to leave before that too yeah and, like there's no way he can like no. get out of there he like he is openly trapped yeah he's yeah. got free reign of the premises but he can't get out of there yeah they've told him multiple times he could leave but he's just being there for her right because he wants to like i've been in that situation <laughs> like Legit, not in the same situation. Jason. Not in that exact same situation, <laughs> but like, not to give out too much. But my ex, like, her parents were super into Fox News. Oh, so I would like spend the night at her place with wake her parents. Up Bill O'Reilly, and I wake body. up and like her parents would be like sitting over me watching Fox News, and they'd have this weird fucking uh, this weird fucking story about like how people should give up more. Like, they're taking our gun rights. Like right. shit, where I'm like. Are you fucking kidding me? And she'd be like, can you... And, like, her mom would be like, can you fucking believe this? Like, why would they try and take our guns? And I'm like... (laughs) Oh, God. uh, But I'm there for her. Like, I'm not going to fucking... Yeah, I need to get the fuck out of... Because I'm like... And, like, her dad was this big fucking redneck dude. And I'm like... Oh, God. Like, they're just trying to fucking get me to say this fucking crazy shit. And I'm like... Oh, God. Damn it. It's, so it's like, I can see where, like, someone who was black dating a white chick, like, being in this situation would be uncomfortable. Like, more uncomfortable than that. But, right. like, I've been in that situation where it's like, you're in a very, very right-wing household. Sure. And you're like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Even though I can't completely re- relate to, like, Chris Washington's, like, character. Yeah. Like, he plays it off so well in the movie where like, like someone you you could see yourself acting how he acts because he even asks in the very beginning like you told your family i'm black right and she's yeah. like that's not a big deal he's like it okay is. it is and so like 
he goes and visits and she's like, I'm going to tell you right now. My dad was really in Obama. He'll probably talk about Obama or whatever. And, but he just plays it up. Like this happens to me all the time. Like this is not a big deal about like any of this shit. Yeah. Because like I'm a black man living in modern society I just learned to deal with this shit. Like, yeah. that's how it happened. And, like, you see that, like, through different aspects of the movie. And I love how he plays it. Like, even, like, the girlfriend is like, can you believe that? Can you believe my family? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can. Even like, the, uh, the the scene in the beginning when they get pulled over. Like, I've heard, like, I had friends, like, black friends of mine that have told stories where, like, they've had friends sitting next to him being like, I'm going to say something. Like, don't you fucking say a thing. <laughs> <laughs> because they're gonna put that shit like as much as they're gonna put that shit on you, they're gonna put that shit just as much on me. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like they look out for that shit. Right. Like right. when they're like, "Oh, why do you need to see his ID? Why? Because he's black." And then it's like, "Great, now I'm in this too." <laughs> now you're putting you me, me. Yeah. Now you're making me a part of the situation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, another great aspect of this movie that I really liked was Chris's friend. Oh my I god! I fucking loved his. Anytime friend. he showed up, like it's hilarious. I know. I want. I and they showed him just the perfect amount. Like any yeah. more of them, I'd be like, okay, I'm kind of sick of him or whatever. Yeah. But I loved him because he was like comedic relief, mm-hmm. and he was like almost the catalyst for the plot. Like yeah. he moved the plot along. He was like the audience member that was getting a exactly. phone call from yeah, him. Or exactly. It's like, Get the fuck out. Man, what are you doing? Like, no, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna around. Like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. I'm watching this movie. You're gonna only get it fucked. I'm watching everything that's happening so far. You're yeah. getting fucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, who who's the who plays the mother in this? Uh, Catherine Keener. Yeah, I really love the hypnotizing scene yeah. in this movie. Like it for being a very low budget film. Like the all the hypnotisms up in the sunken place shit. Looked really fucking cool. Yeah, and it, it's probably just a simple effect or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I thought it was really well done. Like, yeah. it, when she said, like, now sink into the floor, and he's like, <gasps> and then you just see, yep. like, the perspective, like, his vision just fall away from him, and he's just yeah. falling into nothing. I'm yeah. like, holy shit, this is freaking me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is nutso. Yeah. I love that. It was really well done. Yeah, like, it it legit plays on, like, being there but not there. Right. And in a sense where you're, like, you're falling. Like, you're just constantly falling. Yeah. And uh, that looked amazing. And not only did just that shot look amazing, but, like, the cinematography in this is very well done. Yeah. Like, there is a bunch of amazing just establishing shots and, like, just long cuts of things that, like, let it play out that I really appreciated mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, and then uh, there was just other things that I also really enjoyed. I really liked the interaction between the housekeeper and the greenskeeper oh, yeah. with uh, Chris. That was really well done. Mm-hmm. And like, Because you know there's something up with them, but you can't tell exactly what until they actually reveal who they are. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of almost like Psycho a yeah. little bit. Like, just that, um, like, a Psycho, is, like the Alfred Hitchcock version of Psycho or whatever, yeah. like, does a lot of stuff where it just builds and builds and builds until there's finally a release. Yeah. And they kind of did that with that with like Chris like uh, like watching the housekeeper a lot even like 
um, when he was watching through his camera through the window or whatever mm-hmm. and saw her like messing with her hair. Yeah. And then she like turns and looks and he like pretends he wasn't looking and like looks away yeah. and then ends up looking back the window. She's not there or whatever. Yeah. And that one scene where he goes out for a smoke outside and then like sees the light turn on in the room, like in the house. Yeah. And like the, the housekeeper is not looking out the window, but it looks like she is, but she's like fixing her hair in the reflection of the window. And then he turns to look in the woods and the greenskeeper is like yeah. running at him. Mm-hmm. And that reminded me of like the cop following the chick in psycho. Like, Oh yeah. Where it's just like tension building. And you're like, Oh fuck. What's going to get the, f- just fucking do something to like break the tension. <laughs> and it like freaked me the fuck out. And then just to have it like him diverge yeah. at whatever. And yeah. it's never, like, talked about again. It's yeah. just like, what the fuck was that? Like, just unnerving mm-hmm. shit to build you towards the end. Yeah. It was really well done. Yeah, and, like, like uh, you get to a point where, like, you don't... Because, like, uh, when you get to the end, you find out that there's these operations happening where, like, these yeah. people are, like, replacing their conscience in, uh, like, other people's bodies. Right. And it's just, like, it's becoming a thing where it's like, well, black is the new in thing, so we're right. just putting ourselves in black people because that's what they look cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And But then, like, you, you like, think back to it and you're realizing, like, because, like, they do the whole thing with, like, the camera flash where, like, you, you can tell, like, it's not a completely 100% proof operation because they still kind of have control over their own bodies. Right, they're it's still in not, there somewhere. Yeah. So you like you you think back to these all these scenes and it's like how much control do they have? Like you think back to that groundskeeper running and then out of nowhere he just kind of turns and like goes somewhere else. Where you're like, okay, was that him, like repossessing his body and trying to run away? And then like out of nowhere, like him like coming to and then going back to where he was. Like it it's great. Like it's a really fun to list. Like to like just like think about. Yeah. Like how the uh. The one, the maid kept unplugging his phone. Yeah. Like, you can kind of think about, well, maybe she was trying to, like, going to call for help and then, like, got stopped right away. And then, like, the the grandma didn't really think about unplugging the phone back in. Right. Like, every time he went back to his phone, it was unplugged. Yeah. And, like, even though I knew the ending to the movie, I didn't know, like, some side aspects of it. But I did guess that the grandma and grandpa of the family were the groundskeeper and the housekeeper. Yeah. Like I did f- figure that out, like just guessed it in the movie and that ended up being right. Yeah. And like I th- when they had that scene about unplugging the phone, like the I couldn't tell the way it was played, like how it was what side it was going. Like I thought that um the housekeeper started crying because the like I'm thinking like the grandma had complete control. Yeah. And like that he like Chris thought that she actually was like he like the grandma tr- like fooled him that she was like a black woman. Yeah. And like she tricked him and that's what she be- became like over like emotive or whatever mm-hmm. and started mm-hmm. crying or whatever mm-hmm. like I'm doing it like this like that's the way I took it. Yeah. I don't know if that's the way you took it or not. No, I, I kind of took it as like it, like the operation's not like a hundred percent. Okay, and they're so still in there, even inside. though they're in the sunken, even though they're in the sunken place. Like they're still trying to crawl to get out. Yeah, and like every instance is like when they get to that emotional 
instance where they have a chance to actually kind of break free, they try their hardest, and they're like, that's them fighting that person back. Oh, yeah. I think I like yours better than mine. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the... Because, like, the, when, like, when they come out the most is the camera flash, and, like, camera right. flashes is when people get thrown off the most. Mm-hmm. So, like, when someone flashes a camera in your face, like, oh, shit. And then when that happens, that's when that's their big opportunity to be like, fuck, now I can dive up and, like, try and warn somebody. Right, right, Until right. they find, until they catch their, their, uh, catch their bearings, then, like, pull them back down to the sunken place and then take back over. Right. Like that entree guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was really good. Um, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is, like, oh, right before you were talking about with the car keys or whatever. Yeah. Is when Chris goes into, like, his girlfriend's closet and finds that box of photos. Yeah. And is going through and it's like, she did a lot of black people. And then, yeah. like, ends up seeing the housekeeper yeah. and the gr- and the greenskeeper yeah. in there at the and very end. She saw she saw Andre in there, too, right? I yeah, the green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the guy that was with the and other chick. he's like, what the fuck? And I was seeing that, and I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Fuck and, like, even bitch. when I saw that, like, I was like... She played it off so well where I was like, well, maybe she's just being naive about it where she was like, she's actually is like really into black people. And it's sure. like, she's just bringing these. And then it's like, oh, fuck, they keep breaking up with me. Like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, I'm, I was still trying to be on her side because she played it so well. Yeah, but that many. There was like 20 photos. I know, but it's like, it's still, it's like, I, I want to, because she plays it so well. Like, I just want to believe her. And then when she's going through the keys and I'm like, like, when I saw that, I was like, okay, she's probably playing him. And then like. She's going to the keys. Maybe not. And then she finally does it, and it's like a punch of the gut where she's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, these keys," and it just goes totally stone faced. Right. Like that's that's a fucking awesome reveal where it's like they give you enough evidence to be like she's full of shit, but you're still on her side because of how she plays it. Right. And then she just turns into a complete psychopath. Oh my god! When she calls the friend. Yeah. I love that scene and so she's much. Like, emoting so much over the voice but just sitting there like a robot yeah just, i'm like holy shit and at the at the very end like I, we're in spoilers but like the very yeah. end of the movie where yeah. chris is like trying to like kill her and she just starts smiling like yeah. when he's trying to strangle her to death yeah. i'm like this bitch is <laughs> fucking scary as shit. I loved it so much. That, so that freaked me the fuck out. I thought that was scary as shit. One of the scariest points in the movie for me was yeah. like him trying to like strangle her to death and she like has no emotion on her face and then she starts smiling. I'm like, nope, fuck that. I hate this. <laughs> This is too scary. I, this is scary as shit. Also, I love how the dad is played by the main villain, Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, but I really liked him in this he movie. He was really good. Yeah, he's super charming. Like he legit plays plays it as like one of those liberal guys where he was like, oh, yeah, what's up, my man? <laughs> right? <laughs> I voted for Obama. I'd vote for a third term. <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, super Dude, like yeah, this creative. movie yeah, this movie is so full of like those scenes where like you're not entirely sure what's going on, yeah, but you know some shits go like the fucking like the the weird silent auction scene. Oh yeah, when they're off on that walk and he's just like pointing at people and like putting fingers up and you're like, some shits going down. I don't know. He's got the sternest look on his face. Yeah, and he's doing like the fucking like weird like fingers and then pointing at people and you're like. 
then it pans out and you see like a portrait of Chris behind yeah, it. Yeah, and you're like, and you're like what the what? fuck is happening? <laughs> like, they reveal things in the coolest way in this, where you're like, you're not entirely sure what's going on, but you know something's fucked. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Well, obviously we're glowing about this movie. Is there anything yeah. you have any like gripes about the movie at all? I honestly can't think of anything that like, cause like I'm trying to think of like any like instances where it's slowed down but it's actually pretty short it's like only like an hour and a half yeah 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 and like no i was pretty enthralled throughout like i can't really think of a scene where i was like ah they could really go without this yeah. like it seemed all the way through i was pretty into it yeah i don't think there's anything that i could think of that they could cut but like i guess it was like I, I think it, it came to being, like, it was overhyped for me. Okay. And it was, like, gonna be, like, the greatest fucking thing in the world when I watched it. Yeah. And, like, it was, uh, I, I really enjoyed the movie. But when I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is good, but I don't think it's, like, as good as, like, everyone's talking it up. Yeah. So I don't know... But now that I'm talking, like, I don't know if there's anything that I would change. I, I really like the movie a lot. I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I, I went into it, and I, I, I fucking loved it. But I wouldn't say it was overhyped. It was just, like, I don't think it was... It wasn't a movie geared to me. Well, that's yeah, what, that's yeah. What I, that's what I'll just I'll put it as. Like, I, I loved it, and I appreciate it for what it was. But it, it didn't, like, strike a chord with me where I was, like, it stuck with me for a long fucking time. Like, I can... I appreciate it for what it was, and I fucking loved it. But I can't... I, I I wasn't, like... Like, I thought about it, and I did, like, think about it for a while. Like, how much, like, I liked it, and, like, all this stuff in there. But, like, it wasn't, like... With, like, a Logan, where I was, like, I right. can see myself being... Like, becoming this old person, and, like, knowing that I'm not the same person that I'm going to be. Right. I can't see myself being, like... A black guy dating a white woman and right. being like putting put in this situation, right? But at the same time, like, the, it was directed so well that you almost anyone big can see like themselves in oh, Chris's shoes. Yeah, like you don't have to be a black. Yeah, man they do to a really good job that. of putting yeah putting you in that situation where you're like, man, like I know something's fucked up, but like they do just enough where it's like, this is fucked up, but. Just enough where I would not leave. <laughs> sure. Like it's an un- it's very uncomfortable. I don't like being here, but I won't leave. Sure. Like they do just enough of that to the point where when it gets to the point where like he's like, let's get the fuck out of here, it's past too late. Yeah, yeah. Way yeah. past too late. And it wouldn't even have mattered anyway in the yeah. end because yeah. the chick was gonna make him stay anyway. Yeah. Um, did you see the alternate ending? I didn't. Okay, the alternate Ooh, ending. Oh shit! Because the when I rented it on Amazon, they had the alternate ending after the credits. Oh, cool! It's completely different. Oh, I want to hear this. Okay, so the original ending is like the shootout, like with um the main the girl, the girlfriend, and the greenskeeper. Yep, who ends up being the grandpa. Yep, and then there's a police car shows up. Ends up, it's his friend. Yeah, it's a friend, yep. And he gets him out of there, and, like, it's a hero, it's a hero's story or whatever, and then yep, they live happily ever after or whatever. Yep. The original ending 
that Jordan Peele wanted to change was he strangles the woman, the girlfriend to death. Yeah. The green keeper is there dead. The police car rolls up and it's the real police. Oh shit. And he, all they see is this black guy who's killed these two people and burned down this house. Oh. And so they take him to jail. Oh fuck. And like, so he goes to jail and talks to his TSA friend, like through the glass or whatever. And I don't know what they says because I, I just heard the Jordan Peele commentary over top of it. Yeah. On reasons why he wanted to change it. But, like... This is the one that he wanted? This is the original ending that okay. he, they reshot. Okay. And so, like, the police come, they arrest him, he goes to jail, talks to his TSA friend, and then goes just back to his jail cell. But uh, I guess the gist of it was that, like, he feels better about himself, of like, because he went to go save the housekeeper when he because he never went to go save his mom okay when he like hit her with the car that's right he yeah, goes yeah, back yeah, yeah. to go save her because he never went to go save his mom after he figured out that found out that she died like 11 years ago or whatever God damn that's really good yeah it was good and it's almost too real and that, that's why yeah. that's why jordan peele wanted to like change it because he's okay. like we live in obama america right now and I feel like we need something lighter, and I wanted to him to be a hero of the story rather than end up being a tragedy. Yeah. And I'm like, I like both endings, and I I appreciate the way he changed it. Yeah. And wanted him to make... Because, like, that would be very depressing. Yeah. Very too real. Oh, yeah. For him to just, oh, like, yeah. go through all this shit mm-hmm. and then be put in jail for it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's too heavy. Yeah. So God that damn, was the alternate. Good. It's really, wanna, it is a really good ending. I kind of want to see it now. I want to see if I can like look it up on YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah that's that. Fuck, that's good. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a really good ending. And I, and I, that's what I thought it was gonna go when I saw the like the cop car show up, and I'm like, oh fuck, the police are here because you see him call the police. Like yeah, that's right. He's trying yeah. to get away. That's what I kind of thought too. And then he kills two. Well, he doesn't even kill. The greenskeeper, the um, he kills himself. The greenskeeper, yeah, the greenskeeper kills himself because he shoots her and then kills himself. But then she's still alive, right? And so, like the uh, Chris tries to strangle her to death because she's still fucking up and kicking or whatever, and she's yeah. like the most evil bitch in the world. But then I guess it doesn't really look good when your hands are around her neck and you're a black guy Not strangling really. a white woman and the Not police really. show up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can see why it was changed, but it yeah. was. A, a brilliant ending, but I, I, I'm glad it was changed because like it would have been like, mm-hmm. uh, it would have been way too sad yeah. to see that happen. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, um, what would you grade this movie, JT? I'm gonna give it a, a solid A, just yeah. based on the fact. Like, I'm not gonna give it an A plus because like it, it doesn't have that rent re- resonating feeling with me. Yeah. But I still. I fucking love this film. Yeah. Like, it's really good. And, like, coming from, like, a white, like, right. small town kid that has not had to experience this at all. Yeah. It still did enough to put me in those shoes and see, like, what that shit is like to go through. Especially, like, I've heard so many stories about, like, people, like, like black dudes going with their white girlfriends of these, like, white like socialite parties where you just feel like the odd man out. Right. Where they're like 
like they're like measuring you up. Like they that's exactly what they do. It's like yeah, like yeah, how yeah. much do you how much do you like lift? Like yeah, like, yeah. Who's asking you that? Yeah, in a fucking party. Yeah, but like that's that's almost kind of like how I kind of see this as like just as much a race film as it is like a like a class film where they don't even see themselves like they don't even see themselves doing something bad when they're like putting themselves in these other people's bodies it's just like well i got enough money to pay for it so i'm just going to i'm going to do it yeah like they don't really fucking consider that yeah i mean i see it definitely as a, like a race film yeah but like a class film, like, I just find that, like, as a plot device, more or less. It's not necessarily, like, I don't put it in that kind of category. I don't know. I, I, I kind of see it, because it's... Because they even, like, bring up in a certain sense when he's, like, talking to the, that one guy where it's like, oh, yeah, like, black isn't really an issue. Like, it just became that issue be- when, like, it kind of came to fruition that, like, people thought that, like, oh, black people are more athletic and can lift more, so... Sure. And then it became, like, a thing where it's like, oh, like, black is the... Like, they almost treated, treated like, uh, black people as, like, the like the new gown of, like, the year. Like, yeah, it's oh, like, my, it's, it's, it's so 2017. It's hot for the season. Yeah, let's right. all, let's yeah, all yeah, become yeah. black people for this season. Yeah. Like, they, they kind of treat it like that. Like, right. they don't really consider people outside of their own environment. And, like, yeah, like, they adopt these bodies and they don't even know, like, what they go through or, like, what kind of cl- culture they are. They just right. fucking become these people and they're just like, oh, I am the same person I would. Like, like that, seeing that one dude wearing, like, the fucking weird straw hat and he's <laughs> right? like, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, yes, I am here with my. Right. With sipping martinis yeah. with a wife that's twice his age or whatever. Yeah, like, that's not their culture. Like, right. that's. So like it's pre- it's pretty much like adopting like all the cool things of being a black person, but completely throwing their culture away. Right. Like it's it's it's, it's a really cool way of expressing that by just like having like these white people put themselves in these black people's bodies. Yeah. Like it it's a really cool way of expressing that. Yeah, I I would I was teetering on give this movie like last night like a a B plus, but I think I liked it more on this conversation just going back and forth with you yeah i would give it like a solid a yeah like it's it's really good it's a it's a it's a great horror movie like in a in the last year i guess there's like a been a like a thriving like horror movie genre yeah it's come out and this is like definitely the ones on one of the top because mm-hmm. it's getting high scores from everything everywhere Everywhere it's getting high scores, and it's rightfully deserved. It's a mm-hmm. it's a great movie, and it's necessarily not even really scary. Like if you're like not yeah. a horror fan, like th- this is in the horror genre, mm-hmm. but it's not like a slasher film. No, there is a gory moments near the end. Yeah, but very few. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes that make you feel more uncomfortable than yes. scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I appreciate it for that, where you're put in these situations where you're like, I I just don't want to be... I don't want to be here. Yeah, the movie will make you feel uncomfortable at points. Yeah. But, like, it's not like like a Freddy or Jason movie. No. Or what, it's not slashery or bloody yeah. or whatever. But I think it's more effective for that. Yeah, I like it, completely agree. Like, you agree. feel more like in a social setting as opposed to being like... I'm terrified. I need to leave. Like right. you're put more in a situation where you're like, like, okay, this is uncomfortable, but I can deal with this. I can deal with this until you get to a point where 
you are scared because he is put in this terrible situation, but it's too late for you and for him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get out. Surprise. Very good. Surprise. Not a surprise. It was great. It was great. So there you have it. Everyone should check out Get Out. Get Out. Check it out. Well, JT, I know you didn't watch it recently, but anything else you've been into this last week? Well, I'd be remiss if I did not bring up XX. What oh, we were yeah. supposed well, to review. What we were going to review, sure. <laughs> I-, I saw it, and uh, the first two I really enjoyed. Uh, there's... Uh, how there's, many part, how many? there's four parts to it. Okay. The first two, the, the first one is the box, which I enjoyed the most, which like is about this kid that, uh, they're sitting on the subway with his mom and like, well, basically his whole family is sitting on the subway and this guy's sitting next to him with a box and he's like, Oh, I bought a, a present for my, uh, for my cousin. And then they're like, and then the kid's like, do you want to see it? Can I see it? And he's like, Oh yeah, sure. Shows him. And he looks into it, and he gets, gets, like, this blank look on his face. And then he just stops eating, like, oh. altogether. Just stops eating. And I, it, it's a really cool film because they do this thing where, like, they show every family meal that they have since then. And, like, you can see, like, the desperation in the parents, not by how they look, but by, like, the meals they start preparing. Because mm-hmm. they go from, like, less healthy and more, like, like, the last meal they serve is, like, pizza and wings like they're just trying to get this fucking kid to eat anything and he's yeah, just yeah. like i'm just not hungry and it's like it like it it plays off like that whole like horror of like a parent like not knowing what's wrong with their kid but like not wanting to play off like something's really wrong like not like admitting to themselves that something's wrong sure and it's really fucking cool i okay. really liked it and then the the second one like, the birthday party is pretty good. Okay. Like, it's just about this uh, woman that finds her husband, like, accidentally overdosed on, like, medication and died over the night. Mm-hmm. But then it's the same day as their kid's birthday party, so she tries to play it off like nothing's wrong. Uh-huh. Just to, like, make her kid's birthday party seem more special. And they play up, like, all of, like... Everyone has very over-stylized haircuts and very overdressed. So it, it plays off that whole scenario of, like, trying to keep up appearances. And sure. I really appreciate it for that. And then the last two were, they seem like movies where, like, they would they would be good. But they're so short that, like, they didn't have enough time to really stress, like, what they were trying to play off. Like, okay. it was, the last two were called, um, fuck, what was it? Don't Fall and... The, how was it? The, the last son, I can't remember what it's, what the last one was called, but it was like, I don't know. Like they had like a cool concept, but they like rushed it like right at the end. Like both of them did mm-hmm. because it was like, got this and they got this and like, what, you got like two more minutes left. Okay. And then these people <laughs> die and then this happens. Like that's what the, the last two felt ah, like. That sucks. But all in all, like, if you want to check out XX, if you're, like, really into, like, horror anthologies, I would definitely check it out, especially for the first two. But beyond that, it's it's okay. Okay. Right on. And uh, I s- actually got back in. I watched the movie The Prestige. Oh, yeah? Just off a whim to watch it again. Yeah. It's really fucking good. Especially I should watch that again. For a second time around, like, 
I think it's one of those movies where like you appreciate even more knowing what the twist is. Yeah, I can see that. Because the whole movie like like spends telling you what the twist is, but you're like seeing it through the eyes of Hugh Jackman, who will not believe it in the slightest. And you're like, even you or as a viewer, you're just like. Oh, yeah, that, that can't be it, because it's way too simple. Right. But that's what the twist is. Yeah, yeah. Everyone tells you what the twist is the whole fucking movie. Yeah. But you see it through Hugh Jackman's eyes, who's so self-centered, where it's like, well, no, he wouldn't do that, because you'd want to experience that that crowd reaction. Sure. It's so fucking good. Yeah. I, I've seen the movie, like, a few times, but, like, I think the first time I watched the movie, it was, like, lost on me, and, like, I... I must have not been paying attention or whatever. And I was like, that's kind of like a weird ending. And then I really appreciated it more the second time, but I would like to watch it again so it's like fresh in oh, my mind. Dude, it's so fucking good. Yeah. I I loved it. It's so good. All right, right on. And uh, you brought up earlier, but Orange is the New Black. I watched yeah. like the first five episodes of it. It's a really fun season this season. Okay. Like, really fun. Because they... Uh, not to spoil what happened in the last season, but, like, something crazy happens in the last season that causes a prison riot. Yeah. And I guess this whole season is supposed to be that entire riot. Like, it lasts over three days. Oh, okay. So it's, like, it's a completely different scenario where it's, like, the prisoners are kind of developing their own community inside the prison. Like, taking these guards hostage and, like, actually living their lives inside this prison. Not being under under, under the confinement of, like, cells or bunks, they're just living their lives how they would live inside this prison if they like they're stuck here, but it's their own community. Like it's really fucking cool. Okay. And you're up to date with all of it. Like I'm up to season five or uh, episode five. Okay. Of of this of this current season. Okay. I've I haven't seen anything past like the first three episodes yeah. of season one. But you said you heard something about this current season. I just saw like a teaser of it when i went to go see wonder woman yeah of like the current season or yeah, whatever yeah and it looked really interesting and like ah, fucking i should probably watch this because <laughs> like it's it's like the fifth or sixth season fifth and i mean it can't be not good if it's like in its fifth season no and yeah. it's like highly regarded yeah but i'm just like i, don't, I just couldn't Get into, like, the first few episodes. Like, they find ways to change it up where, like, every season... Because, like, you're you're stuck in a, in a women's prison every season. Yeah. So you feel like there's... Like, how are they going to change it up to make it interesting? And they find, like, small ways, like, in terms of plot to, like, make it interesting still. Like, they'll establish, like, some person as, like, the big boss leader that tries to, like, wrangle everybody under their control who's still an inmate in one season. And then they'll do, like, another thing where, like, uh, like the warden's desperate for help, so he brings in, like, ex-military as guards for a season. Sure. Where it's, like, shit is fucked. But, like... And now they have this season where it's, like, they have this riot, and, like, th- now it's, like, the prisoners are in charge. Like, they still find ways to make it fresh, even though it's still in the same setting every fucking season. Mm. And, like... It's actually pretty fucking cool. Okay. Ugh, sorry, it's getting late. Oh yeah, it's getting late. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Piper Chapman as a character is the fucking worst, and that's who they try to focus on the most in the first season. Ugh. And I feel like they realize their mistake in season two, and then they start spreading out throughout the whole prison, and then you find out 
everyone around her is way more interesting. Okay. All right. I felt like I feel like uh, that's like a a series I should have watched while I was off on my uh, break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just like caught up with it, but I didn't. But I might start again. Like I keep hearing it's great. Yeah. It's been on for like ever at this point, so I should no, probably yeah. just check it out. Especially from how this other how this new season is unfolding. Like I'm really into it. Like it's they're really like diving into things that they really couldn't do with, with them not being in charge of the prison, like the inmates. Okay. And it's really fucking it's really interesting. Alright, right on. Anything else? Uh I brought up that 70s show earlier. And you oh, said yeah, that's something. right. Uh, we started falling asleep to that, me and Molly. Yeah? Just because it's like it's one of those shows where you can have it pl- playing in the background, and then if you like fall asleep in the middle of one, like you can wake up and you don't have to be fucking like... Yeah, you're not worried about it. Super up to date. Right. But I'm realizing, like, it, like the Foreman family is like totally my family. It really is. Like... Like, I always think that. Like... <laughs> The dad is kind of abrasive and loud, and yeah. your mom is, like, kind of, like, just, uh, like, making up for him being that way. Yeah. And it's kind of like, <laughs> Yeah. And then I'm, like, and you're when Eric. I was growing up, yeah, when I was growing up, like, I was, like, very, like, shy into myself. And then, like, even his sister is, like, a total dick to him, like my brother is. <laughs> yeah. Like, every time I, like, yeah. watch him, like, God damn it, the Foremans are my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. Like, <laughs> even Chelsea Danger thinks that as well. It's, so it's it's not, like, lost on us at all. It's Anytime I see, like, them playing, like, scenes out with each other, I'm like, God damn it, that's my fucking kitchen table. Yeah. <laughs> like, going through this series again, like, I fucking love red and kitty so much oh i know like we're in season four already yeah i love red and kitty yes they are so great they're probably my favorite characters legit my parents if you really is people that do not know me watch that 70s show they're my parents yes (laughs) it's 90 percent your parents Like, it is. It really like, is. Like, even down to where, like, Kitty will, like, swear randomly because she's around Red so much. That's my parents. <laughs> that's even more. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> so good. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. That's 70 show. Well, I don't have much to add. I did have to. This week marks my first week back to work. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That was rough. Yeah. God damn it. I, I, ple- I pleaded with Chelsea to be a stay-at-home dad. She's like, I enjoy health insurance too much to be a stay at- for you to be a stay-at-home dad. Oh, shit. So I'll have to struggle through that for the rest of my life, just going back to work. But, uh, oh, well. So that's it. But otherwise... You like your retirement sometime. Yeah, sometime. Once like, Macy's out of the house, well, there you go. Like 30 years. Yeah. Probably 40 years. Probably 40. Oh, God. That is depressing. Just imagine, like, when we're both retired and we just, like, do, like, a show a day. <laughs> I would love that. Oh, my God. I would love it. Just imagine, like, us we... at 70 years old just, like, <laughs> doing a show a day because we had nothing else to do. Or that, like, old 
group that goes to McDonald's every morning yep. and just, just like does a podcast yep. there. <laughs> we'll just like set up our shit at like a McDonald's booth, drinking our coffee, <laughs> talking about some random TV show we watched the other day. Uh, other than that, before I went back to work, my patio is at ninety five percent complete. Took bucket for a walk the other day and walked past, and I was like. Looks pretty fucking good. Looks pretty. I just need to finish out the trim of it yep. and like uh, level off the rest of my yard so you don't have to step down into my patio. Yeah. Uh, Molly the- saw the Facebook post you put up of uh, putting Macy's footprint in it and she cried. Thank you very much because <laughs> putting her footprint in it was a bitch. <laughs> she did not like that at I- all. I. I, I would I would guess that. We yes. took precautions and we sprayed her foot with Pam. <laughs> so no concrete stuck to it. But her first initial footprint didn't come out really well at all. Yeah. Because she like moved her foot really bad. So we smoothed it back over and did it again. Yeah. Which she also didn't like. Yeah. Um, if anyone doesn't know, we when me and my brother were digging up our yard, I found a horseshoe like buried in the yard. Yeah. And so I was like, that'd be cool to put in a brick as like a good luck thing. Yeah. But then we thought about like, what if we put our firstborn's footprint in the horseshoe? Oh, shit. And That's right. Like, I saw the horseshoe. Yeah. And I was like, that looks really good. So I put the horseshoe in, put her footprint in. She didn't turn out, smoothed it back over, put it in again. She cried so hard, like the hardest oh she's ever God. cried. And so I was trying to finish off, like, the rest of the stuff or whatever while Chelsea went in and washed her foot off. And she's like, when I turned the faucet on to wash her foot off in the under the sink, she cried even harder. Jesus! And I'm like, oh my god, I'm just torturing my daughter. Torture your kid! <laughs> some weird aesthetic brick in my fucking patio. That's all I'm doing. So imagine, like, your kid waking up, like, she's like a 16-year-old waking up with these weird sweat dreams of having, like, a weird, like, wet foot, and you're uh, like, I'm sorry, I just wanted to try and do something cool with my fucking patio! <laughs> but it turned out really great, like, it's gonna yeah, look Yeah, it looks good. cool. It looks yeah. good. So, yeah, there's that. I'm almost done with it, it'll be done whenever, I don't know, who cares? <laughs> Um, also what I've been into this last week, I've been reading a shit ton of Fantastic Four on my Hickmania tour. Well, don't ruin too much of it. I don't want that, ruin that fucking, uh, what's its name? I don't know what you're talking about. No, you and Dave's show. Oh, Imperious Rex. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, do yeah, a yeah, show yeah. on it. Yeah, wanna... I'm not gonna ruin it. Okay, don't good. worry about it. But, um, the Fant- his Fantastic Four run, I haven't read a lot of Fantastic Four yeah. before this. Yeah. But I can't. I am bewildered, like reading through this yeah. and seeing the arc of all these characters. Why they can't make a great Fantastic yeah. Four movie? You said Reed Richards is really fucking cool in it. Really fucking cool in yeah. it. Yeah, like just the point where he's obsessive and only to himself, and yeah. like almost disregards his entire family because he just needs to know. Is like an amazing attribute to a character. Where, like, his wife just unconditionally loves him because he's a brilliant mind. And, like, she comes with Johnny Storm, her brother, who's a hothead, and everybody loves the thing. Just, oh, yeah. The thing is just <laughs> loving. Like, that whole dynamic in Jonathan Hickman's run of Fantastic Four is v- supremely done. Yeah. And, like, I read through his entire 
run of Fantastic Four. I just need to finish up a few, like, tie-in issues or whatever. But, like, the whole setup and all the little things you don't think matter through, like, the first few issues end up coming into play in the end, like, in a superb way. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing. I wish Marvel had the rights to Fantastic Four. Oh, man. It pays off so good. Really? R- like, I stood up and had to tell <laughs> Chelsea how great a volume of Fantastic Four was. Right on. And she did not give a shit I in bet. the slightest. But I'm like, I stood up and finished it and I was like, wow. You cannot believe how great this volume of Fantastic Four is. And I tried to tell her all about it. And she's like, yeah, cool. Cool. I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, (laughs) God damn it. You don't understand. I love it. It's so good. (laughs) I mean, I'll tell you after the show because I I don't want to ruin it for everybody. But I'm like almost halfway through the Hickmania run. Yeah. I got the rest of the trades today in the mail, and I'm going to show you right now and get your reaction. All right, let me see. Oh, Jesus. From here to here. You have to read all of that still? (laughs) Yeah, I do. And you were back at work? Yeah, and it also includes these two books. God damn it! (laughs) I know, it's a lot to read. That's a lot of shit. I blew through... The Fantastic Four shit. Like, I read all of this. Oh, my God. Like, like four days. That's a... Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. But, like... Okay. <laughs> like, I was also off. And could read, That's like, true. three or four trades a day. So, we'll get the Imperious Rex of this in, like, a year. In, like, 2018. Sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's there. I do have gripes about it, but I might save that for like an Imperious Rex show because I don't. I'll go Look into out all for about it. that. But I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Well, I hope you are. But uh, <laughs> GHD is also hot on my heels. I'm actually ahead of him for once. Oh in reading boy! A thing, and he oh, keeps sending me stuff. And we were talking about a few uh, major events that happen, and I'm not going to spoil it. But uh, big thing happens uh, with the Human Torch. Oh, goddamn. Human Torch. Fan favorite Human Torch. Big things happen with that character. Big things. Don't want to spoil it. Big things. Don't spoil it. Pretty great. (laughs) Uh, But that's all I've been into this last week, JT. All right. Sounds good. Well, if uh, people did see XX... And are disappointed we didn't review it. Where can they gripe about that with you, JT? Well, we can drown our sorrows in my Twitter <laughs> at Bucky for Everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for Everyone on Instagram, and uh, you know what, Snapchat as well. Bucky for Everyone. Wow, still Troy. running that Snapchat. I, I mean, I don't do it as much. <laughs> I probably barely do it actually. Oh, but really good. what do you use the least? <laughs> Snapchat, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, why not? Why not? But hey, why not? Yeah, that's why. You, that's why you do the hey, why not? Hey, why not? Uh, you can find me at Short of the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well, and you can find us at Review Review Pod on anything that matters. Yeah, whether that be Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, Gmail, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, iTunes, all of it. Yeah, is that Review Review Pod? Just search that. Or find that in a URL. You'll find us at all of those places. JT. Also, if you want something specifically reviewed, 
Just email us at reviewrealpod at gmail.com. That's true. We are up to suggestions. We love to review anything. You know, um, we are light on a few things during certain months. Yes. And there was a topic that was brought up in um, the Weekly Planet podcast. Okay. That I, they, they just kind of glanced over or whatever and were talking about it. But I think it would be like a really great topic for a show. Okay. And... Now that I said it, I've totally forgotten it. But it's fantastic. Like, if, if we are like not, like we don't have like a an how big of a release or whatever, and we don't yeah. want to go back and do anything. It's yeah. like, um, oh, I remember what it was. Oh, good. Do are there still? Is there still such a thing as like actors being a draw for movies? Yeah, and just have like a topic like that for a show. Yeah, and like. With the mummy being out, like, is Tom Cruise, like, a draw for this? Like, is his name just going to be a draw for the mummy? Yeah. Like, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Because I would like to just break it up and just, like, talk about, like, things like that in, in, like, excess. All right. We'll see. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Do we got anything next week coming up? Next week? Uh, Well, we're getting into to hype up uh, Baby Driver for Edgar Wright. Oh, that's true. We were thinking of doing maybe Scott Pilgrim next week and then tackling that Cornetto trilogy the next week. That's true. Just to give us more time to fucking get through all three films in two weeks instead of just doing all three for next week. Right on. Because I, I do have some things about say about Scott Pilgrim, actually. Oh, right on. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I'm looking forward to rewatching that. Oh, dude. Woo! Awesome. I think Scott Pilgrim is probably one of the most underrated films of the current, like... Zeitgeist. Yeah, Zeitgeist, yes. (laughs) Awesome word to end the show on. Zeitgeist. Well, until next time, where we review Scott Pilgrim... Uh, versus short, the world. Versus the world. I've been short of the match extreme. I am a JG3 Echo. And we are off.